0: On this episode of Bourbons and B-Sides, we're at Stages in Houston, Texas, and we've got a special guest in the house, the national brand ambassador of Heaven Hill, Jack choate And he's brought some of his favorite expressions for us to sip on today, starting with Mellow Corn, Elijah Craig Small Batch, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond, and Heaven Hill 20-Year. And he's paired it with the perfect 1993 album, Enter the Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers, by the Wu-Tang Clan, one of the greatest hip-hop albums of all time. So sit back and prepare yourself, because this one's going to be good. Caleb, my friend what's up brother
1: my brother <laughs> dude
0: <laughs> it's good to see you again I, I we need to get together more often because this is like the second podcast we've recorded in uh what a month and a half like oh a it hasn't been no yeah. it hasn't been that
1: long has it i feel like it has i don't think so
0: and we're we're, I, we're slacking dude we're, see i
1: feel like we're actually pretty on par with this one because we've got two we have two epic podcasts back to back we are gonna have both with like serious people for
0: sure no i mean i just raise the quality of the show. yeah i mean not just
1: us because you know i mean (laughs) we can be serious but not really
0: yeah so the qualities of shows have gotten better it's just we've done them less times
1: yeah so why don't
0: you well first off we got to thank courtney peel for for putting this together for us today because yes
1: mad props to courtney peel
0: good friend of ours that we worked with in the industry for a long time she's still we her and i are still both in the industry and uh what is your role again on premise market manager. On premise market manager for Heaven Hill. That's right. So she reached out to their national brand ambassador, and uh, we got Jack here with us today. Oh, yeah.
2: What's up, fellas? Hey, man. How's it?
0: Oh man, it's going great. We're so happy to have you here today. Like we, we we thank you so much for coming down and taking your time to come talk with us. Even though we're nobody in this in this podcast industry, um, but we do appreciate you coming down and taking the time. I mean, to talk who's to us. anybody
2: really? Let's True. Go. I
1: All mean, right. that's for real. And besides my mom says i'm special so there's
0: that yeah, that's, that's all that matters yeah
2: right You're damn right
0: so
1: we're here courtney
0: hooked us up with this uh place that we're at called stages here in houston and we'll we'll put them on we'll put them on the link to on the instagram page when we post this but uh it's a pretty cool little place it's like uh we're in this room that's got like it's cool neon signs there's a a, a bar here we can drink whatever we want beer wine we've got some whiskey here yeah coffee. it's one of those it's one coffee. of those
1: sweet machines that does like wine by the ounce yeah it's
0: pretty badass yeah. so we're going to jump right in. And uh, Jack has come down here from California to hang out with us. Um, Jack, why don't you just kind of tell us what your role is, how you got into the industry, what we're sipping on today and what album you picked for us today.
2: For sure. No, happy to do it. Yeah. So um, my name is Jack Choate. I'm one of the uh, brand ambassadors for Heaven Hill Distillery. I'm based in Los Angeles. Uh, I've lived out on the West Coast for 20 years. I'm an East Coaster, uh, or originally, which you'll which we'll see defined by my my pick of album here in yeah. a minute. Which is uh, which is primo by uh, the way. Word.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, well, I I get the you know some say the enviable task of traveling around the country and actually now the world. I just got back from a week in the in the UK and Poland of all places. Oh, wow. Talking whiskey at the in the end of August, uh, but I get to travel around talking about what we do at Heaven Hill Distillery. Nice. Uh, you know we're the largest family owned and operated distilled spirits company in the U.S. And uh, we started as a bourbon distillery in 1935. We barreled our first barrel of bourbon December 13th, 1935. Fast forward to today, we have a distillery that puts out about 1,500 barrels of whiskey a day. Um, We're the only distillery in America that makes every single style of American whiskey as defined by the fine U.S. standards of identity, which appear to be changing uh, on a not a regular basis, but they're changing now for the first time. In um, a long time, adding some new definitions and classifications, which is a good thing. Yeah. Because that means that the American drinking public is getting more interested in what they're drinking and they're learning and they're asking. Sure. They're asking for things to change and asking for new classifications, which is really cool. But we make uh, traditional bourbon, wheated bourbon, rye whiskey, wheat whiskey, and corn whiskey at Heaven Hill, as well as a few other experimental things. That's at our main facility, the Bernheim facility. We do have a, a pot still that does about a barrel a day. My man Jody Filiatro down at the Evan Williams Bourbon Experience, he himself has done about thirty different mash bills and recipes over there. Nice, which is really cool. So we have a product coming out from over there called Square Six. But today, I thought it'd be fun for us to uh, to taste four different whiskeys um, from you know from what we do at Heaven Hill. Two of our what we call our HH Reg mash bill. Um, which is our traditional bourbon mash bill of seventy-eight corn, twelve percent barley, and ten percent rye, and then two of um, uh, one of our mash bills that has long been wanting its time in the light, and I think it's it's if it hasn't gotten it yet, it's on its way. I, okay. I think it's getting it though, and that's our corn whiskey. Most people know Mellow Corn, yeah, and then we have our our newest annual spring release, our Heaven Hill Heritage, and the twenty twenty three release is a twenty year old corn whiskey. So I thought we'd We'd uh, taste a couple of different mash bills two times over to see how the magic of our rickhouses gives us different flavor profiles and different drinking experiences. Yeah, for sure. Love it. So we've got Elijah Craig, which is my go-to drinker. We've got Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond, Mellow Corn, and the Heaven Hill Heritage 20-year. 20-year. I'm excited. I'm
1: stoked. I'm excited for all of this. And you know, when I think
2: about pairing these beautiful whiskeys, I think about pairing it with music, and there is no better music to me. Than, then the woo, than the woo. Uh, <laughs> I just pointed to the guys and showed him my my newest oh, yeah. tattoo that I got on my what would have been my best friend's 40 44th birthday birthday excuse me 43rd birthday yeah this January is a homage to him it's my my Wu-Tang tattoo I like it on my right it. arm and the record we're gonna be talking about is uh enter the Wu-Tang the 36 chambers
1: which coincidentally it. is their first studio album first studio album you know and
0: you mentioned that you like you paired this whiskey with music and that's what we're all about. We're bourbons and B sides. We are all about pairing uh, bourbons and whiskeys and scotches with, with great music. And, you know, like when we put this together, we were kind of like, you know, what goes better with rock and roll than whiskey. I mean, you see every day all the time on stage, someone's drinking a bottle of Jack or Mm -hmm. someone's drinking something, some bottle Uh of whatever. Yeah. So nothing better than music and whiskey or music and alcohol. So.
2: No, it's perfect. Perfect. We talk about it all the time. When when we're telling the history of, of our distillery, it's like, the i mean you mentioned jack perfectly and jack took off when frank's Sinatra was frank it was, frank, yeah. it was absolutely frank yeah the, he stood yeah. in front of he's like vocal.
1: i'm i'm frank sinatra and this is jack daniels yeah. and then boom then you couldn't get it anywhere
2: but, and then the rolling stones started having a bottle yeah on and stage
0: then with remy with motorhead had a bottle on stage of yeah. them so yeah
2: drive-by truckers have yeah. had a bottle i don't know if they still have a bottle of jack but yeah. they for a
0: long time yeah I don't know what, so I saw Pearl Jam in concert one time, I think at ACL, and I don't know what the fuck he was drinking on stage, but it was like a bottle of wine.
2: He drinks wine on yeah. stage. Wine, yeah. Awesome. yeah,
0: Eddie Vedder with a bottle of wine. Greatness. Yeah. Well, great. Let's say, what are we going to start with today?
2: So we're gonna start with Elijah Craig's small, actually, no, we're not. No, We're going to start with Melicorn. I was about Sorry, to say, I poured, I poured the out. wrong thing, though. I was like, I was looking at it in front of me. I was like, shit, I poured the wrong thing. We're gonna start with Elijah Craig. it <laughs> oh, <smells laughs> delicious. So we always like to, see, if we're gonna include Melicorn in a tasting, which as I was alluding to, we're starting to do that more and more these days. Thank, thank the Lord. Um, we start with mellow corn because mellow corn is aged in, in used barrels, right? So right. think of the last time you made a cup of, of hot tea, right? And then you tried to make a second cup of right. hot tea from that same tea bag. That's what's going on with corn whiskey, right? Cause you legally have to age corn whiskey if you choose to age it, which you don't have to, um, you have to age it in either a used barrel. So a barrel that's formerly aged another style of whiskey, or you have to use a new barrel that hasn't been charred. And, um, that's a waste of money, especially when yeah. you're doing 1,500 barrels of whiskey a day and yeah. dumping about dumping a lot more um, to be able to put into our, into our bottle. So we have some used barrels available, and that's what we use for Mellow Corn. So, you know, if you hold a bottle of Mellow Corn up next to a bottle of a four-year-old product from ours like Evan Williams Bottle & Bond, you can really see that lighter color. Yeah. And that's the example of, of the, second, the second barrel agent. It it is
1: pretty light, it's, uh, golden. Yeah, you know, yeah. I you know, and to me, it lends to the name. You know, Mellow Corn. It's got a very golden corny look to it. You 100%. know,
2: percent. I call pretty. this Corn Pops whiskey. You remember the cereal? Oh the yeah, Corn oh, Pops. Yeah. I, this, I, I this still is, buy that. Good for you. Good for you. My <laughs> doctor tells me not to, but sometimes I, I'll sneak it in, give it to my four-year-old son, <laughs> and let him try it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you nose this, and that sweetness of corn is yep. just.
0: That's the first thing that hits my nose. It's mind, though, is, is ever corn. present, yeah.
2: right? Um, but it is bottled and bond, and it it's a hundred proof, and you get those those alcohol notes um, in the nose very quickly as well. And then when you give it a sip, which I'm going to do now, it's
0: definitely hundred proof. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jack, why don't you real quick? So we've talked about bottled and bond on the show before, but just in case someone hasn't listened to the show ever, uh, why don't you tell them what bottled and bond means?
2: So bottled and bond is the most restrictive law governing spirits in the in the world, right? And it's a U.S. only regulation, started in 1897. Uh, and it was basically the government stamp of authenticity that what you were about to drink wasn't going to make you sick or right, kill you. Right. As long as you were drinking it responsibly. Because people were right. like
0: putting spittoons in barrels to 100%. make it brown.
2: And yeah, getting, they were getting water, white spirit, adding things like spittoons to. Uh, Turpentine, yeah. acid, all sorts of things in there to give it the color that yeah. we know whiskey to be today. Which and it was sick. It was definitely making people sick and killing people. Whiskey was the Wild West, right? Right. Yeah. And I mean, the whole country was the Wild West, really, still in, in the 19th century. So this was the government stamp of authenticity that that what you were drinking was safe, basically. Yeah. And the government needed to do that because the government was then and still is today getting a heck of a lot of funding from the right. taxation right. of of spirits. Um,
0: I think there's a lot of people today these days who don't know a lot about whiskey that think that because it's been in a warehouse for an extra four years, it's aged longer. Yeah. Which isn't the fact, which isn't the case.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. I mean, bourbon becomes bourbon becomes bourbon. The second it hits a, a charto container right. or barrel, right? The, the law says chardo container, but we use barrels because barrels are easier to roll than boxes. Right. right? <laughs> um, Bourbon doesn't have to age any longer than that day. But if you don't age it at least two years, you can't put straight on it. You have to put an age statement all the way on it until it turns four years old. Right. Once it turns four years, four years old, you no longer have to put an age statement on it. But in the case of bottled and bond, the, the rules read that it must be the product of one distillery by one distiller, the same class of materials the product of one distilling season in a yep. calendar year, there are two distilling seasons, January to June and July to December. Follow those rules, you must then barrel age for a minimum of four years. So that's where the four-year confusion comes yep. in yep. As, a, as a requirement. Bottle and bond requires that you have to age four years. There's no upper level. Um, at one point in the in the law, there was a, a maximum aging for it because the law also used to state that you didn't have to pay taxes until you put it in bottle. Mm. Now, ever since the tax code started to get deregulated in the 80s, we, we don't pay taxes on anything until it goes in the bottle. So that's not as, as much of a reason to do bottle and bond once you go into the bottle it has to be bottled exactly 50% abv or 100 or 100 proof not 99.9 not 100.1 not 103 not 130 yeah. shout out to the folks that tried to do that during the pandemic <laughs> uh, and then you must state on the bottle and on this bottle of mellowcorn we put it on the front label where it was both distilled barrel aged and bottled and you do that by stating your dsp number your distilled your distilled spirits plant number. Yeah. So, Ke- Heaven Hill has two. We have our distillery in downtown Louisville, DSPKY1, and then we have our barrel aging and bottling facility in Bardstown, Kentucky, and that's DSPKY31. Okay. We used to be just one location, but uh, as a lot of people, are now familiar because we've been out talking about it for the last little bit we had a pretty horrific fire november 7th 1996 and our our original distillery along with about ninety thousand barrels and Ooh. seven warehouses burnt down rest Jesus. in peace yeah. yeah so we acquired the bernheim bernheim facility in 99 and that's where we've been distilling yeah. since then and we are real excited we're about Trying to do the math real quick in months. I think we're 13 or 14 months into the building of the new Heaven Hill Springs Distillery back in Bartstown. So we're bringing okay. we're nice. bringing whiskey making back to our home place. So we'll we will eventually have the capabilities to double our production that we're doing at Bernheim, But it remains to be seen if we'll if we'll go full throttle on that or not. It really just depends on how much all y'all out there in Podlandia are drinking. <laughs> right. You know, if we keep if everybody keeps consuming. The way that they have been over the last five or six years uh we will definitely get that sucker up to capacity
0: for sure great well this is
2: delicious you know
0: no
1: no yeah just for all the sticklers out there you you were saying no, and i'm aware of that that bourbon has to go into brand new barrels and only used once but since mellow is being used twice is just a straight whiskey huh I mean, even though even though it probably follows all the bourbon rules,
2: well, except for
1: going into used barrels,
2: it's a separate type of whiskey. So bourbon is a type of whiskey, right? Right. Corn whiskey is another type of whiskey. Rye whiskey is another type. Right. Right. Of right. Whiskey. Okay. Okay. I see. What so said, no. it has its own specifications. Okay. It's its own. To its yeah, type, gotcha. Right. Whiskey is a a class right. of spirit, is how it's defined by the U.S. standards of identity. Right. It's sort of like you learned in, in science class: what kingdom, phylum family genus species or something like King, that.
1: King's play chess on fat guy's stomachs.
2: There you go, boom. Yes, totally, for real. Kingdom, King, King phylum end. class That's, order genus species. Yeah, oh, order go. is the one I missed, yeah. Man, Very good. Hey, cool. Pneumonic devices, That mnemonic work. device worked for you. Good they for you. I didn't have that one. You huh. know,
0: I, I'm i looking at the bottle of and I just love it. I think it's just totally modern, I think it's, it's got that old school look to it at the same time, but it's just, it's cool, man.
2: We were talking about it, uh, yesterday and the day before, I think. And, and Melicorn really is in that same space. I think that PBR was in like the late nineties, right? yeah. You Like those that you know, what do they put on Instagram now, the, if you know, you know, like PBR was, if you know, you know, in like the late nineties and in the early two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. And then now it's, it's everywhere, right. Five years later, it was like dollar PBRs and $5 burgers and right, every, right. every sports bar in America. And mellow corn is, is in that, if you know, you know, space right now, maybe it's, maybe it's seeping. I think it's starting to seep out of that. You know, we, we had no Reddit thread, um, about metal corn before the pandemic, and now it's in the thousands, oh, wow. right? And our Instagram is is one of our highest engaged Instagram um, accounts within the entire distiller, entire within the entire company portfolio. That's fun, right? With Heaven Hill, which is a lot of fun, and our team is having a lot of fun with that. And it's, I mean, how can you not, as you said, look at the bottle, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. it's totally retro, but it's modern at the same time.
2: Yeah, and I think a lot of people, you know, I, I've been I've been with Heaven Hill for about a decade now, and when I first started selling it, I would pull it out, and people would be like one of two ways what the fuck is that? <laughs> what the fuck? Is yeah. That? Yeah. And after I let people taste it, as yeah. you know, you guys just described, everybody was in that camp of like, that's some good, that's some good stuff. Yeah. But there is an element to this bottle that was, you know, created and copyrighted in 1945. That's never changed right. that, that people are like, I don't know about that. That yeah. looks scary. Man. So I love it.
0: Yeah. I think it's great. Well, it, t- it, it, t- it, t- t- it tastes great too. Onward so, and upward. What?
1: But, I mean, see, it's kind of funny that you were saying it looks new and modern. And to me, the first thing that popped in my head was like deco ish, art deco ish. Yeah. And that uh-huh. makes sense that, that you were saying, like in the 45, 45 is when it yeah. was, you know, uh, that
2: would be the right time. Like, you know, and hour. I was
1: like, to me, that's what I saw, you know. You're right. You're right. Kind of that.
2: Just screams in, Miami. Yeah. Right? Miami in the. Yeah.
1: When everybody was.
2: Still able to go over to Cuba and hang out and have fun. Yeah. I want to go to (laughs) Cuba. Have you not been?
1: No. And that one, there was a brief time where it was like, okay to go. And then they locked it down again. And I don't know if it's open or not. I, I don't know, but I do want
2: to go. The day that I went was the day that, um, was the day that the first legal flights went during the obama administration right, right, right. Uh, i had some connections so we actually went on a, a american airlines flight out of miami nice uh which was which was pretty damn cool we had a blast yeah florida florida S- is bomb shout out to julio Bermeo who set me up with those guys over nice. there the creator of the tommy's margarita yeah,
0: mm. nice <laughs> nice delicious um I was checking speaking out your of Instagram. Things we we'll do after
2: the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. We got a whole bar over here. Um, speaking of this, and like I was looking at your podcast, and or not your podcast. I'm sorry, your Instagram page, and I saw you are on a glacier. And was glacier. this what, was this what you were drinking?
2: Uh we were drinking all sorts of things.
0: Was this one of them?
2: Melicorn? Yes, <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we had. Um, what do we have? We had Melicorn, We had Old fit think I brought some old fits from
1: 1967
2: holy shit man. um yeah one of our guys up there th- that manages the state did a uh, did a sweepstakes for that for the state of Washington and the state of Alaska and people could just submit there was no no cost or anything just sign up on, online it's awesome. And uh, two guys, a guy uh, or one winner and a, and a guest, got the opportunity to come to Alaska with us and have a whiskey tasting on a glacier. Uh, so cool. A twenty, I mean, twenty seven hundred year old glacier, I, I think. Uh, with myself and Connor O'Driscoll, who's our master, yeah, and y'all like helicoptered
0: in, right? Dude, and
2: I'd never been on a helicopter before. I was so I was yeah. I was not telling anyone, but the whole hour ride out there, I was shook. Yeah, like I was so nervous. <laughs> really, I
1: yeah. heard that. about See, I totally want to go on a helicopter
2: yeah everybody does i mean i do but uh.
0: like it's scary as shit i'm yeah. sure like yeah. everybody that's been on was like it's the scariest thing ever
1: yeah. i guess i watch too many movies because i want to go like black hawk hanging out the side yeah. and i mean just i want to like, do that too but you know? it's like it's hard
2: to not think about the you know black hawk down yeah you know Yeah, true
1: i mean i mean can, can we but, find I mean, somebody that... that we know that has a ranch way down in south texas we can just hang out and like shoot feral pigs or yeah, something, because I want to do that. My boss has some friends that have a ranch. I know that sounds Texas. really weird, but pigs are they a go, problem. They go
0: heli hog hunting. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, that. Yeah, That's what I want to do. We have yeah. incentives that like that. We, we incentivize our people and our distributors. So we go heli hog hunting. Well, once a anyway.
1: year, once a year, I go through a ton of your products. So I should be prime candidate for there this you. action. All right. So let's move on to the next one. Just saying not that I want to keep. Where's
2: moving. that? Uh, where did I put the dump right here? Here we go.
0: Yeah, I have drink on mine, so we're good. we don't let it go to waste here
2: but i say to someone last night i drink professionally
0: where did y'all go last night
2: uh we were out at uh federal american Grill. oh federal grill yeah Uh, we went to permission okay Um, the
0: two cool places to hang out we
2: were were over with sean at reserve 101 yesterday we um we have a program put together by uh the homie bernie lovers the global american whiskey ambassador for heaven hill called the certified bonded premise so you carry all of the available bottled and bonds in your state heaven hill beam wilderness trail yeah. new riff uh old forester it from anyone we come in and certify you with that it's about raising the tide of bottled and bonds.
0: you said new riff i have been trying to find new riff forever and i was in el paso a couple like two weeks ago and i saw it and i was pissed off that i didn't ha- have a um a checked bag because i was going to buy a bottle and fly it back you just got to check
2: the bag that you have
0: i know man i just didn't want to spend the money yeah. but i can't find it anywhere and i found it in el paso but i want to get a box i want to do a show about it yeah because it looks fucking delicious can you not
1: I, can I, you I, not have that dude ship it to you yeah i, I can probably
2: i could probably help you with a with a connect yeah maybe we'll see well um, it's good cool. yeah it's, it's good stuff it's up there like the best what I say to people, well, maybe I don't want to say this because it's a secret, but uh, i have already, already gone too far. <laughs> Flying into Cincinnati to go to to go to Louisville or to go to the Bourbon Trail is yeah. a, is a fun way to do it because everybody's not going that way. It's an international airport, so you can get some better flights, sometime better prices. The yeah. new riff is right there.
1: No right joke.
2: There. Um, so the, so
1: Cincinnati no matter where no matter where we're going, try check. to find a connect through Cincinnati and then back in. There
2: you go. I like it. But you got to bring a bag that you can check. Yeah, let's do that
1: next. time. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know.
2: So next up is the Elijah Craig small batch. Next time
1: I'm flying to Dallas, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: which I don't ever do. But what is that? Until next time. What is that
0: app that uh, something lag? Skip lag. Skip lag. lag. That dude got in so much trouble trouble right now for being a genius. Airlines are like banning people for using it and doing that. Yeah, but it's a genius idea. One of my bosses told me to do it for. I'm going to Nashville next week, and he's like. You should do uh, this skip lag
2: thing. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't think I want to get kicked off an airline. Well, you don't even have to use the app. All you got to no. do is just go to the.
1: just Sure. Yeah. Just go to their them, and site no and find what connects. What, well, as sneaker. long as it's connected, and it doesn't matter.
2: They ain't going to ban you if you do it once, but they may ban you when you get started. Yeah. Like five, six, seven, eight times. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. little side note. Well, so mm. much for "Don't Ask, Don't Tell" on that. Well, that I seriously doubt right?
1: the American Airlines or any of the major airlines are listening to "Bourbons and B-Sides." Yeah. But if they, they are, uh, they my could. bad, bro. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. trying to save a buck.
2: Yeah, and it's not, like it's not like the major airlines haven't screwed haven't screwed you over every before. single, single like, time I fly. Oh,
0: man, me. let me tell oh, yeah. you, delays yeah. every single I time you delayed. We just
2: heard the story from our colleague, an, an absolute nightmare of like a trip from Dallas to uh, Milan. Twelve hours on the ground in a plane before they even got out of oh, the hell United no. States.
1: Yeah, no thanks. And I
2: think that included some additional nights in a hotel room on the East Coast. But
1: oh, I'd imagine. Jeez, you know, that's ridiculous. Uh, Shout out. I'm to bitching you. Shout about. Out to United.
2: I'm
0: bitching about an extra forty-five minutes. Here's, you, here's a like, fun. You he told
2: us that, and I was like, "Shit, I no more bitching about forty-five minutes yeah, right?" Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know how much it. you'll
1: get this joke, but do y'all know the best thing to come out of Dallas? Forty-five south. <laughs>
0: Sure <laughs> that. Cheers, guys. There you go. <laughs> All right, so talk to us about this one, man. So
2: this is Elijah Craig small batch. This has forever been my daily drinkers in the ten years that I've been working for Heaven Hill. You know, I, I think Elijah Craig has grown as a brand um it, it immensely. We launched it in nineteen eighty six when it was on the shelf for like eight 99 or something like that. I mean, how bad do you wish you had a time machine right. to go right. back and get that? And they were these really old, old school eighties style squat bottles that were just badass. Um, so we're, we've grown immensely. Uh, we now have sponsorships of the PGA of America, Max Homa, who's probably the best of, at social media on the PGA tour. Um, I know a bunch of our team is on our, uh, I don't know when this will, when, when this podcast will be out, but, uh, when we're when we're recording it, our team is on, on their way out to Italy now for the Ryder oh, wow. Cup next week. And we're official sponsor of that. We're actually doing uh, a special Ryder cup release of the toasted barrel where we actually age the reage the whiskey in toasted barrels. The style that independence Dave does for the Lazio wine region. Yeah. Um, so totally different than the, than the regular toasted. So just a lot going on with this brand, but this original base model is just so good each and every day. Um, whether yeah. it's neat, whether it's rocks, whether it's uh, as my marketing team would like you to know, making the perfect old fashioned um, and then up into the more complex cocktails. Boulevardier is my go-to. Yeah. And with, um, with this bourbon, I think it's just perfect cutting through, Um, What the Campari and the sweet Vermouth bring to that drink. Did you happen to notice my backpack? I did not. Ooh, there you go. This is literally.
1: It was a gift. Uh, I think it's three of them. Four of them were made total. Isn't it Negroni? Isn't this Negroni week right now? Are we ending
0: Negroni week? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Um,
2: #Boulevardier. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Real quick, I I want. What is
0: your ingredients in the perfect old fashioned?
2: the perfect old fashioned for me. Well, I'm a, I have a sweet tooth that has come around to bite me in the ass at at 44 years old. So I do no sugar in my old fashions. I just do, I just do bourbon bitters and, uh, um, I do two ounces of Elijah Craig. I do four dashes of orange bitters, two dashes of Angostura bitters, um, and a lemon peel. Okay. Lemon. Shout okay. out to Benjamin, my friends that used to run Benjamin Cooper in San Francisco. Right R&B. on. Um, they taught me that. Um, they included about I think a quarter ounce of simple. Yeah. That's what I go to if I'm making it for folks. If, yeah. if I have friends over uh, or my parents' they I think they're the most avid drinkers at my at my home bar. Um, I'll I'll do a quarter ounce of, of simple. Okay. Um, I actually use a sugar substitute called Allulose. Um, which is uh really good for diabetics which oh, okay. i'm teetering on that uh in that world and monk fruit uh, too monk, well, fruit. monk fruit has that uh stevia aftertaste yeah, yeah a little yeah it, does, it, a little. it doesn't leave you for 36 hours right Iulose right. tastes like sugar looks like sugar mostly works like sugar in simple syrup when you bake with it it's not okay. as good it's it's like it's like the difference between uh skiing in veil versus steamboat springs like okay. veil is like regular <laughs> sugar powder and then steamboat See, springs man. is champagne powder i'm so, so glad i actually clubier. know that reference yeah yeah allulose yeah. yeah. uh, is the sh- is champagne powder right, style, so it doesn't work quite as well
0: i always game. like to say whenever you're skiing in your first time in powder i like to say it's like teaching sex to a virgin <laughs> <laughs> but my back to the old-fashioned um i my friends give me shit, and I'm like, guys, the best old fashioned. The only way you should drink it is the way I drink it with simple syrup, the whiskey, and basically no, no cherry and no orange peel. Like, no way, no way ever. Like, I don't want that in my fucking drink. Yeah. And every single time that they order an old fashioned wherever they are, I get a fucking photo on my phone of them at the bar with a cherry in their old fashioned. And okay. Well, here's the out. deal about
1: that, though, man. Okay. Let me let me go ahead and jump in real quick. Okay. Um, the old fashioned is typically three ingredients yeah. right you got your whiskey you got your sweetening agent and your bittering agent, right yeah. that's that's it that's right it, yeah and now what we're doing is we're tweaking it to our own personal
2: preferences right right because
1: right. that's what drinking well, is yeah, it, like drinking i don't even
2: add sugar which yeah. is part of the, was one of the yeah, most it's, important exactly it's,
1: it's a very personal thing drinking yeah. period especially yeah. cocktails 100%. right but okay so now
2: and you hit on one of my favorite points but we'll come back to
1: yeah, that now now what we're talking about is you don't want any fruit and you don't want anything period in there right because that's not what you prefer now, me personally, I'll eat all the Luxardo cherries you can give me, but I want them on the side, or I want them speared, hanging the over top, my drink, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't want them in because that adds too much sweetness yeah. to it, right? But, but that's yeah. again, that's a personal thing. Sure, um, I do prefer simple syrup, yeah. right? You know, uh, even then, a quarter ounce of rich syrup, right? Yeah. So because, because yeah. I like that, right? Yeah. But I also like two and a half ounces, and I also like four and four of orange and Ango, oh, like okay. where you are. Like I like it heavy bittered. I like a big thick awesome drink and i do want it slightly sweet yeah um but i also am a big fan of the burnt orange like is i it, mean you take that it, peel and pfft, yeah. over the top man to is me that just drinks? gives a nice flambo awesome yeah extent. i've heard
2: a lot of people talk about how they don't love the all the essence of the fruit peel in in the drink as of late and again i think it comes down 100 to personal experience yeah, sure. i mean i don't think anybody's going back you know 300 years and when the first old you know but that's what one, I'm talking about that's what I want cocktail right I mean I want the original recipe right well well let's see.
1: that depends on where you go and who you ask yeah
2: do you want also shitty rock gut spirit <laughs> that, yeah that was the you reason want tobacco spittoon <laughs> in your stuff you know and I mean. that's why I don't put sugar in it because I think that like just tasting this mellow corn and the, and this Elijah Craig just now yeah after whatever I've had today to eat they the sweetness is there and is really all all I need in, right. the, in the drink, um, and what I I mean I love not to take anything away from rich simple or people that are using yeah. a half ounce of uh, simple or, or whatever they're using. I just prefer the taste of of whiskey. I like that bite. You know, going back to talking about bottle right. and bond where people were adding acid yeah. to it. I mean, they were adding the acid to it so that they could get that bite. Right. And I right. think that the I mean, obviously we're making much better quality whiskey now than hundred and whatever years ago um but that bite is there and you don't need it but a hundred percent it is comes down to personal preference and you know it's so funny to me when people get offended if you don't do it one way or the other it's like bro i'm drinking it
1: i mean you know and that comes all the way back to you know just like like how we're drinking now right this is how i prefer whiskey room temperature neat by itself so that way and actually this is how i prefer all spirits right period right i don't care what it is now if we're gonna talk cocktails then i definitely have my preference Mm -hmm. of what i'm gonna do when i'm gonna do it you know but it never fails i will always come back like i'll start with a cocktail or two and then always end with something neat in the glass and that's how i end the day you know so perfect well
0: (laughs) yeah so so, uh, okay so we just finished talking about the old-fashioned so Let's get back to Elijah Craig. Are we
2: done talking about the old-fashioned? Well, can, we I mean, don't have
0: to be. What do you want to do? Anything else you want to say? Wait, hold I mean, on. You, like, I want,
2: talk I shit know. about I the way I want to drink it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, fashioned. Fashioned. So what do you think about the muddled old-fashioned? Like well, the okay. Fruit? This, see, I, obviously, you hate it. See, yeah, I, I can like chime
1: it. in on that because I've been to the Pendennis Club in yeah, Kentucky, so, uh, and yeah. they they absolutely claim they created yeah. it, right? Which, if you don't know what the Pendennis Club is, it's... it's a, a an old school gentleman's club. And I don't mean like the boobies kind of gentlemen's club. Black, I mean, like
2: think, think black tie, not women without their exactly right. right. Yeah.
1: Black tie, old dudes, snooker tables yeah. and the walls Squash courts. Yes. Yeah. And the walls are lined with horses, like yeah. pictures of horses because it's a true equestrian center. It's a, it's a, it's a yeah. equestrian state, you know yeah. I mean? Think about it. Kentucky Derby, right?
2: It's a hot spot yeah. on, on the morning. And, of the Kentucky and they Derby, claim that sure. they
1: created it. Um, yeah. and they do the, uh, the sugar cube, the dash of bitters, the orange wedge, the cherry, muddle it, ice, uh, whiskey, and then a splash of soda,
2: right? In a styrofoam cup. In a styrofoam there's cup, There's nothing no that less, says you know? old school Gentleman's You know, in the South uh, more than, well, know, that's there's a few things, but that's specific. I, I got like to say, personally,
1: I am not a fan of that style yeah. because you get watered down bubbly whiskey, and then you get muddled fruit gritty sugar yeah. at the yeah. end you know it just doesn't mix well you know yeah, they're not I mean, shaking I, it they're just muddling it I think the there's topping, a way to you know? make
2: that i think again and i think that comes down to who's making that style yeah i i enjoy i can enjoy that style if i know that that's what i'm having Yeah. right it's it's a different type of cocktail and to be totally honest like that's what that's what my family made until 2014 yeah and then once I started going to that's about bars on a regular... Well, oh, that's time, about the time
1: the craft cocktail scene yeah, really started
2: to sweep yeah. the nation. I mean, believe, believe you me, my, I don't think my dad believed me until 2017 that that was the way that you didn't make an old-fashioned anymore. Right? <laughs> and so as the story goes, they created that style, and the Hay Adams in D.C. created the style that we now know. The The history doesn't necessarily line up because the way that... If you, if you talk to true cocktail historians, which I am not... It's way before the Hey Adams and right. way before the pandemic. Right. Well, the old fashioned was based off of what bartenders were doing a hundred years ago. They're like, hey, I want one of those old fashioned cocktails.
1: See, and that's the story I heard. Yeah. That, and that's the, that's the story I prescribed to that as the actual history of it, you know, because it's when people started to really want something different, then the bartender was left to do with whatever he had. And he had some fix it tonic from some snake oil salesman right which was typically bitters right a yeah. bittering agent and then he had something sweet which was usually sugar so he made it together and to me that was what they call the birth of the cocktail and then as everything started to upswing and more flavors and more things started to come around then that's what we got the cocktail movement and then people started to ask for hey let me get that whiskey cocktail the old-fashioned way right Yeah, that and to me, that makes a whole lot more sense. And that's to me what I've always believed.
0: So, what do we think about this new nowadays are coming out with pre made old fashions in bottles at liquor stores? Uh, what do we think about that? Because that's trash to me.
1: Um, the only one that I've ever really been like, this is not bad is, um, Oh god, rock something. Uh it's it's Rocking, rock and oh, rock and ride. Rock and rock and ride. Yeah. I'm not mad at that, but it's pretty orange heavy and pretty sweet. Yeah. But I'm not mad at it. You, um, i got in a
2: couple fights after drinking that. <laughs> <laughs> um because you see they're so teeny tiny. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a full-on cocktail at like yeah. four ounces. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. You know, um other than that, I don't really I don't really like any other ones. Yeah, they're
0: trash. Yeah, so we, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. Okay, uh-huh. so. Any anything left to talk about the? Uh, I mean, not not to knock on RTDs. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, hey, I, hey, I, hey, yeah. hey. no, I mean, hey, hey, That's not even. I don't even <laughs> consider that that is a ready to drink. But anyways, moving on. We're we're just gonna skip this whole fucking conversation. I just
2: noticed you have a steamboat hat on. Yeah, man. I didn't even see that. So
0: we uh we're at Steamboat last. We're going again this year for the company, and we're gonna be out there giving samples out of our
2: stuff. So Sick.
0: we'll talk about it later. Cool. Um, Please anything left with Elijah Craig? No, Anything I else be, you want to talk about um, I
2: Cheer, do, cheers to the father of bourbon. Yeah, man, I I delicious. do want to say that. Oh, I want to add one more. Okay. I want to add one more thing. I mean, we, we have something coming up again. I don't know when y'all are going to release this, but the, the third week in October is Elijah Craig old fashioned week. So okay we have bars, okay.
3: we have bars
2: around the country featuring Elijah Craig old fashions. Um, and for all of the social media posts, um, that get tagged Elijah Craig and Old Fashioned Week will be will be donating funds to Southern Smoke uh, to the Southern Smoke Foundation, which is a nonprofit based actually here in Houston okay. uh, that benefits uh, those in our industry and in the hospitality industry that are in need um, nice. of, for for various reasons. I like right? it. And right now there's a lot of that going on, especially yeah. with the the hur- Hurricane Fire oh, and yeah. Maui and yeah and everything else. Hurricanes here, earthquakes. I mean, we live in Los Angeles. We had our earthquake and a hurricane in the same day.
0: Yeah. There's fires, earthquakes, hurricanes. (laughs) There's literally houses falling into the ocean. It's crazy, dude. Landslides and shit. It's nuts. Yeah, Yeah. Well, that's great. I'm glad y'all are doing that. That, that yeah. Kind of so stuff. we look
2: forward to it. So that's that's the time. I think last year I I knocked out 45 old fashions during Old Fashioned Week. Nice. So we'll uh, we'll see if I can hopefully not beat that. I'm gonna put year. that on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> put
0: that on the calendar and tell the wife. I'll see you in a week. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I told my doctor that, and he was like, "Well, let's check your, uh, you know, your numbers." He was like, "Well, your numbers are fine." So you, hey, know, there you go. Carry on. Maybe do don't again. maybe don't do that every week.
1: Right. <laughs> Once a year. I did want to add though that when we poured the Elijah Craig that the nose and the aroma and everything about that glass, that's like something I want to live in. Yeah, right. That that was just like perfection of smell and taste and every it, it, the sensory onslaught
3: yeah that's yeah.
1: something i would like to put on a candle what and maybe light around the house what yeah what's the proof on that 94 name? proof. 94, and okay. it's a
2: small batch you know small batch isn't legally defined but for us that's 150 to 300 barrels at a time yeah. and generally speaking it's anywhere from 8 9 10 11 to 12 year old mm. uh barrels that are that are going i'm going to say
0: that. this this is the first time i've ever had Elijah Craig, and it's fucking delicious oh wow yeah thank you cool is it that's really awesome it? Yeah. Well, you have to wow. remember, I came from the R and D C world where this was like the oh, enemy shit. back in the day. So, I mean, like, uh, I also came from R and well, I know, but I, for some reason, just after I left, I never like thought about going and grabbing a bottle.
2: Well, but I'm
0: glad that we did it today because now go. I'm going yeah, to no here you.
2: take him take him to church. As yeah. they say. <laughs> he is the he is the, the reverend. There he you was go. A, he was a Baptist preacher as well as a distiller.
0: So now we have best of both worlds. Some right? yeah. Heaven Hill in our glass,
2: which is funny because I I come from Southern Baptists. I used to go to church with my grandmother and I was all excited to go to church as a teenager with her and like have have communal wine. Yeah. And when mm-hmm. I taste it. I was like, that's Scrape grape juice. juice. Yeah,
1: this ain't wine.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You're tricking me. Yeah. Elijah had it, he had it figured out. I like
1: okay, so we're moving on to the uh Speaking actual of- Heaven Hill bottled and bond, right? Yes. And I love the label in red letters straight up. This bourbon is seven years old. There you go. Like it doesn't say seven years or anything like that. It just straight Straight up claims it. And I love that.
2: Yeah. So that's our namesake, right? We, we came out and we barreled our first barrel whiskey in 1935, as I mentioned earlier, and we put out a two-year-old straight uh, bourbon called Bourbon Falls just really to help us keep the lights on in 1937, but what we were focused on from go was the bottled and bond we were going to put out in uh, hopefully 1939, which we did. And when we launched Old Heaven Hill bottled and bond in 1930, 1939, it was it was to much fanfare. Quickly became the number one selling uh, bourbon in the state of Kentucky and. Obviously, a lot happened between 1941 and and 2019 when we launched that. But um, it was this was the the main everyday bottle in us bringing back our namesake yeah. into the market. Right, Very we've cool. had a number of different Heaven Hill products, whether it was the Heaven Hill White Label, the Green Label, the Red Label, the Gold Label, the Black Label, the every color of the rainbow. We had a Heaven Hill Bourbon, and that's the same mash bill that we make. Evan Williams, which is the number two selling bourbon in the world yeah. and Elijah Craig and fighting cock and Henry McKenna and JTS Brown and JW Dant and TW Samuels and virgin bourbon. And the list goes on and on and on. And we really just had to make a business decision, which we started to do years ago of calling those down into one all with the intention of bringing this back as our, as our namesake, our home place, whiskey, um, that really tells the full story of, of Heaven Hill, right? Well, and this
1: is absolutely delightful. Yeah. yeah, it's fantastic.
2: Yeah, we launched in 2019. It's and heaven and, in the glass. Yeah, in, indeed. <sighs> and uh, it, it won Whiskey Advocates, Damn, one of its top five whiskies in 2019. <laughs>
1: this and, is, uh, it's like bursting. with. To me, I get a lot of dark red fruits. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, like cherries, craisins, raisins, you know. Yeah. Um,
2: you eat a lot of craisins? Every now and then, yeah, yeah. Cool. I like crazy. Yeah. I mean, I
1: got I got a three year old, so whatever okay. happens to be in the swing of things, like whatever we decide to buy, and if she likes it, then we buy a bunch until she doesn't like it, then yeah. we move on, kind of a deal. And yeah. uh, uh,
2: our daughters know. are best friends. Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is your daughter three as well? She's two and a half. Okay, yeah, I got sure. a I got a food recommendation for y'all. My a, a family food recommendation for y'all when we get off. My, okay. wife's, my wife's company that she works. For okay, them. I like it. Yeah, yeah like 100. You know what? I also was just shout taught- out to Yumi
0: just uh, was looking at the bottles that we're drinking here and it goes from like the light gold to like a medium gold brown to like now we're at a darker brown yeah, yeah I yeah, like that yeah
2: so I was gonna say that when we're drinking the Melicorn, like any, any of your listeners that are uh heavy into bourbon they're like why the why are they starting with a hundred proof and then going to a 94 right. proof we started with a bottle in bond because Melicorn is aged in the used barrels right Right. so it's gonna be sweeter it's gonna be more grain forward because it doesn't have as much of the barrel influence so then you go back to the 94 proof that was entirely aged in new charred oak containers so there's more barrel influence it's a it's a different flavor profile and a different level of depth when it comes from the the aging in the in the barrel
1: yeah it's delicious yeah this one this one is ridiculous i mean for it being bottle and bond, so we got the fifty percent hunter proof, right? Yep. The nose is not intense or or uh, intimidating by any means. Yeah, I mean, it's actually pretty damn inviting. We have. Know?
2: It's funny when you go on the blogs and, and read about read about the stuff that we have out there because people are very um, applaudatory. Is that a word? Sure, um, it sure is. not? And very tough on us when we do things that that they don't like, right? Because forever we've been the the very attainable, very very attainable, pretty high end quality wise, right? And we do things we're we're known for doing overproof, we're known for doing extra aged really well right even the, i mean obviously this is bottled and bond and you you know when you're talking bottled and bond you can't do longer i mean you can do longer meaning extra age but you can't do stronger because it right. has to be unapproved yeah, right? yeah. but you know if you get into the realm of our barrel proofs you know we were drinking a i think 137 proof class last night and my buddy that was with us he was like there's no way this is even 100 proof i'm like dude we're not lying yeah like I, i've seen the hydrometer go into the the final batch right it's like we, you know, we are known for this. Yeah. It's the number of people I've seen be like, well, 140 proof tastes pretty good to me down that, <laughs> Right. I mean, it, it's nuts. Yeah, it is. It's nuts. What, what Tawny Goaty, who's our master taster, she started at Heaven Hill when she was 19 and she's, she's been there for quite some time and she is crushing it. She's like five foot nothing. And just the sweetest awesome. person you've ever met in your life.
0: Reminds me of, uh, Jackie.
2: Yeah. Jackie, yeah. Yeah. yeah, from Old Forester, yeah. and now she's got her she's own
0: got her own shit. Thing. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, hidden, hidden, hidden barn. barn yeah, yeah, with yeah. my man Nate, which I still can't find that either.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I I got connections for you. Oh, man. Man. Excellent. Uh, just call Jackie. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, you can do that. <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, for those out there in Podlandia that don't know, women have better olfactory, right? So yeah, if you got a yeah. if you have a woman in your life that can sit with you and taste your whiskey with you, like yeah. that's your that's your. I mean, look at Hanger One. Yeah. Created
0: by women and yeah. most one of the most delicious vodkas out there. Yeah. So great. Yeah. But you know, yeah. You're right. I mean, we can't can't live without the, the ladies.
2: So we had an au pair that lived with us, and you need one of one of those because yeah, they're those great. Guys money. We had a great uh, girl from Colombia, and she sat down with me one night and did, a, did tasting notes with me. Nice. And I had like four bullet points. She her page, the same size as your notebook over there, front yeah. to back, full. There you go. And I'm like,
0: Yeah. Wow. So now uh, I can just get insane. in a pair and talk whiskey with her and she can watch my kid at the same time. Yeah. 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 I love it. Yeah. yeah there, pretty much, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Let's do yeah. It.
2: But yeah, this heaven Hill bottom line, we're real, real, real excited. We just went national with it. It uh, launched in like four to six markets initially too much of that. Um, not happiness that I was mentioning earlier on the, on the internet, but now we're going to be national and have a lot more product available. So hopefully is we'll- this uh is this
1: packaging fairly new? Cause to me, yes this okay.
2: this is the new package Okay, guess, good. of 2009 because it's
1: it's it's beautiful it's a great bottle shape it's a beautiful label it's well done um and i was mentioning to a couple of friends of mine leading up to this podcast that you know hey we're meeting with a brand a national brand ambassador from heaven hill and both of them ex bar bar people both of them were like you mean like the well vodka and well right. stuff i go that is the same people, yeah. but that's not what we're drinking. Yeah. I go, you do understand they're one of the biggest and one of the one of the largest distilleries that make juice for a lot, a lot of people. Yeah. And not only that, but they do their own things under different brands, under yeah. different labels. I go, but they've been around forever. And yeah, while they might produce well stuff that we can buy for $7 a liter, if not less, or something along those lines, I go, but they also have like seven 10 15 20 year old expressions out there that are fantastic and they're yeah. like really because all they've ever known is the well
2: well yeah. we did i mean we were bourbon only until the 70s right right and then you know most people know this by now you know james bond introduced vodka to the world right we're really to the u.s population in 1959 with his shaken and not stirred yep thanks and Th- that really, thanks ian fleming right that really thin the broccoli family that really threw <laughs> <laughs> that really threw that. That's really the family name that owns. The yeah, I know. Too. And Barbara, she's the daughter. Yeah. She's
1: the one controlling all the things oh, now. Yeah,
2: she's, she's um, they tur- flipped the world on its head, especially in America in terms of, of spirits. And so distillery started making that's when blended whiskey in America really became a thing because we were trying to match that lighter flavor profile. And we stayed pretty true to our, to our straight whiskeys where a lot of others went pretty heavy on the, on the blended stuff. We diversified and started bringing in vodka in the seventies, creating labels, as you mentioned, and then bourbon never really picked back up until like 15 years ago, if right then, maybe 10 years ago. Right. Right. And so we sort of had to figure out how to make money and... That's the reason that that bottle is what it is. That's the reason that we took all of those old Heaven Hill bottles off the market. Because in the majority of the country where bourbon remained a constant, i.e. probably Texas to the Atlantic and Maryland South, there's too much of that. Well, isn't Heaven Hill that company that makes that?
1: right stuff. Right. Right. Nice. And we
2: had, we've got multiple brands of that. Right. Of the, of that. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, so. and,
1: and that just happens to be because that would be the only thing that was in their visibility yeah. because you, know, you had everybody else who was trying to hit the back bar so hard. Right. Whereas I saw it as you guys, you guys are making money. Why? Because y'all are selling a bunch yeah. of this. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's, you're not selling it's, two or three
1: bottles. You're selling five or six cases. Yeah, there's of a,
2: there's a phrase that we use quite often called fast follower. And it's like, let's, let's be quick to, we don't necessarily need to be the first to pick them a trim, but let's be the, the second right. to get it, and let's go fast, and let's take advantage of it, and let's win, it. right? Which you know, right? This is pretty awesome. That's
0: awesome, yeah. That's great. I quick question: I'm looking at this bottle, and I'm and I've always wondered, Heaven Hill. Where does the name come from? Is it uh, is there is there a significance to it? Or yeah, is it so it's on a hill that's called Heaven Hill.
2: No, what I always say to people, they're like, <laughs> well, "Who do you work for?" I'm like, "Where you go when you die, and what you don't like to run up." There you go. <laughs> but it's actually it was actually. Or f- would Ooh. you run
0: up and die and yeah. go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
2: it's actually a family name. So when we started in 1935, we were we were a joint a joint venture between two members of the Beam family, Harry and Joe Beam. Right. They had actually been in Juarez, Mexico, distilling uh, uh, a brand of what we would now call bourbon if it was made in America, um, Waterfill and Fraser. Okay. They disassembled a distillery from Kentucky, trucked it to Juarez, and during Prohibition, that's what they were doing. Nice. I'm sure none of it was making it to. El Paso. Why isn't that in the
0: history books?
2: Yeah. Right? It, you know, the brand is the brand is out there. Right? Yeah, I think I'm not sure who owns the, the copyright to it, but they hightailed it back to Kentucky. They found a piece of land that was being sold by the Heaven Hill family. Okay. No space between Heaven and Hill. Mr. Okay. And William. That was Devin the last was name. A farmer distiller. Um, they didn't have any money. And that's where the Shapira family enters the equation that still today wholly owns and operates Heaven Hill, gotcha. of which they have since about 1940. Right. So it was a joint venture. Harry and Joe had the distilling knowledge. Ed, Gary, George, David, and Mose, the five Shapira brothers, um, were the businessmen and had, the, had the, the, the cash to help them start it up. They bought the family farm from the Heaven Hill family um, as they were they were selling it. When we submitted our business license to the state of Kentucky for old Heaven Hill Springs distillery, the secretary put a space between Heaven and Hill. When we got our business license back, we picked up the phone and said, hey, you guys spelled our name wrong. Can you, can you uh, delete that space between Heaven and Hill? They're like, sure, no problem. That'll be a $25 relicensing fee. That's like five hundred to a thousand dollars in today's money. They're right. like, now we're good. We've already spent <coughs> we've already spent eighteen thousand five hundred to get this two thousand yeah. or nineteen thirty five dollars, yeah. like, which is close to a million dollars in today's money. Like, no right. thanks. No, so uh, okay.
0: so a little mistake by some uh, little yeah. lady behind a computer or typewriter, maybe back in the day, yeah,
1: from a secretary. Yeah, and
0: here we are, and you're like the best whiskey in the world.
2: Yeah, yeah. We, and very. I mean, nineteen forty one, we had the number one selling bourbon in Kentucky. So, Fucking there you go. Ass. <laughs> the, our secondary market when our parents were you know graduating high school and entering college was new york city and um you know that scene in forrest gump when lieutenant dan is about to wheel a bottle around and throw it at his at forrest gump's head in that seedy motel yeah yeah if you pause it right when he's like right here heaven like and here heaven hill? old heaven hill bottle and bottle.
1: nice yeah.
0: very cool i like it yeah, i like cool. it I, I will say i've noticed in in pop culture the old school bottles like obviously what you just talked about and not to like downplay heaven hill but like in um and with piggy blinders mm. i remember watching that and like seeing bush mills
1: so yeah. on the table well i mean oh, bush mills was Great. is it's the first it's the a, oldest distillery well no no not the oldest it's the first licensed licensed distillery distillery in ireland, in ireland. Yeah. okay yeah bush mills is the first license okay you know? <clears throat> not to say the oldest by any means because you know there's there's no telling and the fact yeah. that at have... one point a lot of them rose and then a shit ton fell off right. and it was jameson that brought them i think all it's pretty right cool back. though the fact that that the Bushmills distillery
0: is on their currency in ireland is pretty badass
2: yeah yeah that's awesome yeah yeah oh, yeah.
0: yeah that is
2: awesome I mean, our our master distiller is irish connor driscoll
0: wow there oh, you go nice yeah, yeah nice. he was a,
2: he was in the u.s i think in 96 96- 94 96, I can't remember, on a motorcycle tour with some buddies and met the woman that was that is now his wife. How cool And so is he that? was like, i watched probably cool. get a job in, in the Kentucky area. And he actually, he was working in the um, pharmaceutical space. I believe he's a chemical engineer by okay. by trade. And uh, he actually got a job working for Brown Foreman running their third shift, which was when they ran Heaven Hills Rye. Oh, nice. No yeah, joke. Because after our fire, yeah. we, we actually ran our rye and our corn whiskey a lot at brown foreman until nice. like 2010 or 2012 or something right. like that it's all just so one big family man. circularity 15 yeah. years later he's heaven hills master well i mean dealer. it's all
1: family as long as you pay for it right <laughs> sure
2: why not yeah <laughs> uh so, so it's, it's your
1: cool hold on you're holding a pretty uh pretty sexy looking bottle right here that's encased in something pretty awesome pretty right hot now. box yeah so
2: you'll notice that the the colors of this packaging are very similar to the coloring of the heaven hill bottle and bond right yeah so the heaven hill bottle and bond was really the 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 relaunch of us talking about ourselves as one of the heritage distilleries of American whiskey in Kentucky, yeah. and we continued that with our 85th anniversary bottling um, back in oh god I got to do math right now 2021 I think 22 I can't do the math no. 2020 okay. just fake it that's, um, that's three years ago and then yeah. And then we did our 27-year Heaven Hill release. And then last year we did a 17-year. That was our inaugural release of the Heaven Hill Heritage. Yeah. Um, it was we just delicious. We just got the super thumbs up from Courtney about that one. And <laughs> then this is the second annual release of the Heaven Hill Heritage. So this is our annual release every spring. And what we'll be doing is highlighting one of the five traditional mash bills of American whiskey that we make make. So the 17 was what we call HH Reg. So that's our traditional bourbon mash bill. And then this second release in 2023 is the Heaven Hill 20 or the Heaven Hill Heritage Collection 20, which is a corn whiskey. So the same mash bill as Mellow Corn, but it is not 20 year Mellow Corn because Mellow Corn is a bottled and bond whiskey. This is 113 proof. 20 years old um so it is just its own entity corn whiskey right and it is beautiful so we'll take it out and i'll (laughs) let you guys give yourself a pour i'm not i'm not even gonna let courtney pour it for you so you know what's sad
1: is that we're sitting here talking about you know i I got a bottle of 20 year old whiskey which means that it was laid down 20 years ago yeah yeah that was 2003. And that's sad to me because to me, 20 years ago should be somewhere in the 80s or 90s. (laughs) It should be right. And I had this and I'm going to sidetrack real quick. I had this realization not too long ago because my daughter just recently discovered um, A Nightmare Before Christmas and Ah. awesome and not awesome at the same time. Awesome because it's a great movie, not awesome because she watches it seven times a day, right? So Jack Skellington, seven times a day, right? But then I realized that was made in 1993. Mm. That was 30 years ago that A Nightmare Before Christmas was made. How
2: is that possible? I went to that opening night in the theaters. Right? Springfield right? Mall. Jack, Springfield, you're 44, Virginia. right? I'm 44. I'm 44. How
0: old are you? I am you're 43, 44? Uh,
1: 79. I yeah, don't know. 44. Yeah, you're yeah, 44. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. We're all the same age here. This is great. Yeah.
1: February 79,
0: 44. <laughs> yeah. And Courtney's like 21.
1: 21. <laughs> <laughs> so but um yeah it's just it's just baffling to me first off let me talk about this bottle because it is beautiful and sexy and it is and it's it's tall and slender um it's got a quintessential bottle type nice heavy bottom the color is ridiculous it might be because I'm looking at it against a red background but soup I I don't even say super dark I want to say like a
2: burnt honey yeah, you know. I mean, how does it compare to the yeah. melicorn? I've actually uh, never held them side uh, by side. Um, it's you know, it is,
1: well, it's it's kind of. This is gonna sound weird, but it's less yellow. No, that makes that makes sense. You know, it's it's more amber. Yeah, you know, definitely yeah. more amber. Whereas the melicorn has more of a honey and a, a it, lighter color to it. This is more. This is, is definitely a lot more amber and darker. Yeah, but the label is ridiculously well done. um I can only imagine the amount of scrutiny that he went through through all the labels and all the things in order for it to get done um because because i i know a few things about that all right so let's and, drink it yeah i know <laughs> shut up caleb, we drink.
0: <laughs> caleb is my he's definitely is smarter than me when it comes to whiskey and uh just i whiskey? love hearing him talk about it but I'm like dude just let me drink it court do you want some? oh my gosh there's a Snows lot of there's, there's oh a lot of god. alcohol on
1: the nose, like right off the bat. Oh my god!
0: Sorry, it smells like heaven. you guys left me out. Sorry, dude. <laughs> it's okay. We're, we're we're excited about this. So I, the interesting thing about this, I'm actually this very is, excited about this. The
2: interesting thing about this is we do list the DSP, uh, both DSPs on this, which is interesting, um, and cool because I think you're seeing more and more people highlight their DSP. Like I, uh, we again, we were with a friend of mine last night out. Uh, and he was wearing a hat from a distillery in Marfa that does Sotol. whoa whoa hold on Either there's Sotola. more than
0: Mar- there's more to Marfa than just something just the shop just then just the yeah just I the random you. Prada shop yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Holy shit! There's a distillery there. Yeah, it, what is it, is it called? Sotol there? I think it's just called Marfa Distillery. Is it? Yeah,
0: is
1: it Sotol? That's what he just said. Oh, oh it is it Sotol okay. or Bacanora? I can't remember. I think huh. Sotol. Interesting.
2: Um, Sotol. Again, Sotol. Any, if anyone if it, who's listening is an agave yeah. nerd, they're like, "You idiot! One of the two can only be made in Mexico." I'm like, "I don't remember." No, well, uh, Sotol, Sotol can be made can in, be Texas. in Texas. Okay, yeah. so it's probably Sotol. Yeah. I think yeah. Bacanora is. Yeah. can only yeah. be made in Sonora. And people see, I just totally, you know, redeemed myself. There you go. But you know, I
0: think a lot of. Going to the tequila world, but people don't. I don't think that people realize and are educated on tequila as much as they should be. No, 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 no nobody is they're nowhere
1: not. near educated in agave uh, unless you're in the liquor well, nerd industry. Unless, right. unless you d- decide to want to do that or you want to try. Kind
0: of feel it. like we should do a sideshow te- about tequila. Well, let me invite the can guy. Can, who came to my whiskey
2: can we call it tonight uh, and have the restaurant make the, the welcome cocktail with tequila instead of my bourbon? <laughs> Us.
1: only if we can play the intro to welcome back cotter
2: we can or or uh
1: welcome back
0: yeah. i just think that like there's so much or three's company what do got? Yes. you got oh. regal beagle.
2: yes yes three's... yes which is a great transition to three's
1: company because too.
2: ghostface talks about the regal beagle
1: do, do, on the regular. Do, do,
2: do, do. oh god, we're gonna get there dude there's so there.
1: many references that this that this whole album makes it's not even oh. fun. there's a barbara streisand fucking reference on the album Come
2: on. The really cool thing, and, I, and I'm not in this, I'm not in this into this depth of doing my research, but the there's an Instagram feed that takes apart hip hop samples from the 90s. Yeah, like I saw one last night from Nas, and it was like five different samples. Yeah, yeah. one of which was him rhyming as a teenager in a park in I, I think Queensbridge. That's cool. It's it's mind blowing. I sent him
1: a is. link the other day about um, samples period like how many songs you didn't know that were actually sampled and yeah. it so it played the original and then the one back and like I think the most the one that sticks in my head most was uh Britney Spears toxic right? that that yep. right that one <laughs> is actually like a Bollywood song like yeah, yeah, from I back in the day from way back in the day all right
0: so we're gonna just uh take a quick break and on the flip side we're getting into the woo woo
3: woo Canteen is a refreshing, ready-to-drink vodka soda in a can. On the go, on the course, or in your own backyard. Learn more at CanteenSpirits.com. Must be 21 or older. Always enjoy responsibly.
0: So Let's Jack has picked uh, the, al- the first album of the Wu clan, Wu-Tang Clan, Clan called
2: Enter, Enter the Wu-Tang. The Wu-Tang I was, I was, wait- I was waiting games. for
1: you to struggle. Dude, with I've, I've been drinking so much whiskey. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> Enter the Wu Tang. Uh, now thirty six yeah, chambers. Goes.
0: Enter the Wu Tang. Thirty six chambers. Okay, so this is
1: their first studio release. First studio release. Okay, um, oh, oh,
2: oh, oh, oh.
1: And also based off of uh, the names, based off of two different movies, right? Think, and, Enter few. the Dragon, right, no, 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 and wait, the Thirty Six Shaolin. Shaolin
2: versus the Wu Tang. Oh, Shaolin oh, versus oh, wow. the Wu
0: Tang. Which I wrote this. Down. The there's there's a difference in the movies. So like the Shaolin versus the Wu Tang. Is different from the 36 chambers correct totally different but there's a bunch of just random
2: well and they they got a lot of their they got a lot of their inspiration and their happiness growing up on staten right. island which yeah. they nicknamed Shaolin. Shaolin. Right? yeah they got yeah, a lot yeah. of their happiness for watching those old school kung fu kung fu kung fu kung flicks fu. <laughs> and then a lot of their education was on and i will totally botch this but a lot of their education was on um, the idea of, of mathematics which is the way of teaching the, the black man you know how they are all-powerful and you hear kings and and all this and my apologies for botching that description however I did but they were taught to use their brains and learn and listen and a lot of that came down into chess and the strategy of that yeah. Yeah. and so their I mean their vocabulary their stories are just, are just next level and even though i'm a white kid from the suburbs in you know georgia and virginia i was going over to dc when i was you know starting at like 12 years old and skateboarding and, and getting into that getting into that vibe and i'll never forget november 1993 when i was given my first cop or maybe it was november of 94. i just said i'd never forget but i you know well I mean I also have been drinking it
1: debuted in November of 93. so I was
2: given yeah. a, I was given a that's right so it was December of 93 I was given a Maxella copy of enter the Wu-Tang the 36 Chambers Very on nice. the way to go snowboarding at Mass in, yeah. in Virginia by my buddy Gabe LaRue
1: did you have your uh, your yellow Walkman that, uh, no, I mean, waterproof we, one? We were
2: literally rolling in someone's mom's MPV. That's mm-hmm. what I'm
1: talking about. And That's we what we I'm talking to about. we listened
2: to it the whole way there, two hours there, two hours back. On I'm repeat. Sure, I'm sure we didn't have any beverages other than Coca-Cola. Sure. sure. Oh, no, of course sure, not. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Responsible kids. And it was, it was mind-blowing, life-changing, whatever. I don't think I took it out of, I think we were at Discman's at that point right, I yeah. immediately went and bought a disc and I remember because I ended up going to high school in New York about a year later and I remember taking the Amtrak from DC to New York DC to New York there and back and just listening to this record front to back front to back front to back front to back yeah and it just was awesome
0: yeah dude it's fucking fantastic and it's it's just I I, I feel like it's one of the I mean it is one of the most influential albums of, uh, of hip hop.
1: Widely considered one of the greatest yeah. hip hop albums of all time. It's fantastic. Like, I mean, yeah. on, on all different lists, even Rolling Stone put it as 27th of their top 500 greatest it albums. Should be higher of all than time. that. You know, I'm well, I don't know about higher than that. I mean, okay, let's talk about. Well, top, we have to hold look, on, we, stop. We look no, no, up. stop. Just we look at top 1 to 500 greatest albums of all time. Oh wait, are we greatest talking about albums all albums ever? Yeah. All albums ever. Because you got to remember. And this one hit 27 <sighs> okay. of no, Rolling there's Stones there's no top 500.
2: fame. It's it's the rock and roll hall okay. of fame. Okay, you're right, you're right. And this is considered. Come rock on and now. I'm now.
1: Just being I I yeah. I'm pretty pissed off. Hey, <laughs> You know what did you know in 2022 it got selected by the library of congress to be well preserved? did you also
0: know in 2015 that some rich motherfucker from a hedge fund yeah. bought the seventh album where there's only one copy for like two million dollars so yeah and it's believe, locked away we're never gonna know
2: i believe it's now back in the ownership of the risen. good because he went to jail he's yeah guy that guy got fucking like, the, like put in the jail it, the drug for yeah
1: is that the yeah. is that the uh, insulin or diabetes? Um, I think it's I think it was H. But why AIDS, would they uh, only make one copy of that album? I mean, I want to fucking listen to it. Yeah. So that they could sell it for a bajillion dollars, like they did. Yeah. They're fucking yeah. brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. fucking the RZA, brilliant. The,
2: the RZA huh. is, is
1: So hold on, yeah. let's let's start
0: from the beginning of of the Wu Tang. Can yeah. can there's nine members, yeah. right? Am nine. I correct on Ni- that?
1: Well, nine well, every, nine original do.
0: members. Yeah. Well, hold on. Well, we're gonna get there. Yeah. Can we? Can someone name all nine members? I mean, looking I at my list, I can. I can. I think I can too. The can RZA, you?
2: the Jizza, Inspected Deck. Ho 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 ho! No, got, is there. First, yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going. No, hold on, hold on. Riza, Jiza. First
0: three original members, you got to go first.
2: First three original. Oh members? Yes. yeah. Now you're
1: getting retardedly specific. Oh, okay. No, because that's the way it has RZA, to be. RZA,
2: Jizza, and ODB. Yes, all you're right. You're right. Okay. Uh, Method Man, my Coast favorite. Space Killer. Yeah. Raekwon, the chef. Inspected Deck, the Rebel Ins. Same person. Yeah. Uh, Cappadonna whoa hold on I, I Capadonna came, came after he came oh, DB yeah he came later Who am I forgetting? hold on hold on hold on Mastakilla Mast- but see that's where I get is Mastakilla one of the originals yep yeah and then oh shit, my man with the D voice on gravel pit um don't tell me don't tell me don't tell me don't tell me I've already lost
1: track because there's <laughs> so many <laughs> not me but
2: you God. you got there it is there it is yeah there it is and so what I, did I get nine no you got, got them all you got, you got them all got and now.
1: cabadonna came on after he became a uh he was an official yeah he right? was the one he, he was came was on later so
2: have you watched the new show on Hulu Actually, I, I started, started watching in, it in the most in the last episode and they're done now like and I didn't realize that. three
0: seasons like, right he
2: was sitting there waiting like yo I'm here I'm on the right. verses." and he act, and I don't know if the, I assume it's true because the Rizza was the main creator and producer behind the show. Sure, yeah. He went down into the lab and did his, did his verses. And they were like, fuck you for touching my instruments. But that's the best. That's some of the best verses that we've had. The right.
0: best rhymes put yeah. out there.
2: Yeah. Jesus and it's, Christ. it's an amazing, it's an amazing record. Like how disconjointed, how disconjointed the production of it was Sure, different times, different people in the studio and then how it just goes front to back perfectly well, right? I, mean, well I mean
1: the rizzo is the one who produced it right, right. He, he well rizza is
0: he, the the other so rizza and jizza and o, odb are all family we're all family right They're like cousins and whatever yeah, right and they were the the original like founders of of this whole thing right. and we're i don't know where you're going with this go for it and i've just been drinking this yeah, whiskey, yeah, no, but like it's it's fucking amazing how they fucking put this all together and like coming from right. the streets where they were like selling drugs and killing each other and well yeah so it's the, fantastic. the RZA
2: had an out had a got had a record deal and the Jizza had a record deal record record deal first as the genius yep and they like if you watch the show it's rocking hilarious. the prince rocking and, the, the, prince, gen- and yeah. the genius and the genius and we all come together and the genius forms the head, like, right. Voltron. Yeah. Like uh, Voltron. Like, exactly. Voltron, that's exactly uh, right. A great show also. Um, and if you, if you watch the show, it's so hilarious to see the tour that they put them on and how they dressed the RZA then, to what you know him has now like in fucking tuxedos and like blue yep. sequins and shit, yeah, yep. and that really just goes to show of what hip-hop was in the 80s right yeah. no one really knew what to do with it they thought it was a flash in the pan and then fast forward 2023 we're celebrating the 50th anniversary uh Fuck of, yeah of of hip-hop and and we're talking about this record as in the library of congress and the 27th
0: yeah i mean it's best like of the best record one of the best records of all time in
2: hip-hop history Yeah,
0: agreed agreed
1: Right? 100%. I'm not arguing with that.
2: I, I, remember being in, I remember being in college and being like, what's it gonna be like when I'm 40 and I have kids? Well, I still here be we listening are. to Wu-Tang. Yes, here, and here you're are. goddamn right. Yes. My son at four and a half you know, has heard enter the Wu-Tang multiple times
1: on the fun way Fun fact is, uh, one of my best friends in the entire world, her name is Candy, and she lives up in, uh, well, she's currently in Utah with her husband taking care of uh, family up there, but they reside near Dallas. And back in the day, we were all about when uh, when Doggy Style came out, yeah. right? We were all about that album, right? Gin and Juice, Slotty Dottie, the yeah. whole nine. She likes and the it, party. Uh, yeah.
2: Speaking of samples, <laughs> you know,
1: and we all exactly right. And we all had that conversation years later about what are we gonna do when we have kids? I go, well, we're gonna be the coolest motherfuckers. Yeah, on the we're listen right? to <laughs> this you know? shit. Yeah. Yes, I'm gonna be tatted up. Yes, I'm still gonna be rapping all this stuff. I'm gonna be. I'm probably gonna be that embarrassment grandpa yeah. or dad would be like dad stop with the snoop dog
3: yeah. like,
1: no you know why why would i you know kind of yeah. a deal you know and i'm who cares you this know i mean who we are yeah well i mean that's just to say you know our parents had their moments of we'll, we'll say golden oldies to classic rock somewhere in there you know yeah. and then it instilled on us like, I, yeah. don't get me wrong. I guarantee you, every one of y'all knows the Steppenwolf song. Every one of y'all knows the Doobie Brothers. Every, yeah. you know Everybody knows these songs because it was played out. Court, do you know the Doobie Brothers? <laughs> it's,
2: my fa- it's my favorite line from a, from a movie in the 80s. I'll see if you know it. <laughs> God damn, the Doobie Brothers broke up? When did that happen? Oh, my God. I do Fuck. know that. What? I do know
1: that line, and it's going to bug Michael me. Michael
2: Douglas, Romancing the Stone. Romancing the stove.
1: Yes. Holy yes.
2: shit. What a great movie. Yes. The first VHS, my... God parents, damn! Uh, what was the second M80 one? Five, uh, Jewel, Jewel of the Nile. Of the Nile. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, here, fun fact: First VHS my family ever
2: owned was Flash Gordon. oh Yeah. Fun fact: My dad's nickname for me is Flash.
0: No shit. Uh, fun fact: I First VHS I think we ever owned was Back to the Future. Good times. That's, I don't a, good know. That's, a, That's good a good one. That's a good one. Well, gotta love some Huey Lewis. Where
2: we're going, we don't need oh, we don't roads. Road ads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Man. no, I mean this this record, like for me, it it you know as a as a kid who didn't really totally fit in, um, wasn't really good at anything, it it gave me something that I yeah. was like, I don't know these, I don't know these people, I don't know their life. I'm sure I I can guarantee you, I wasn't thinking about it like that at that time. But I've always tried to think back, like, why why did I just grasp hold of this so much? And for the last 30 years, why has it been so important to me? And it's like, just gave me this idea of of freedom, I guess, right? It let me, for the first time, it was something that I had that was mine that no one else was really talking about, except a very small group of people who also were not really fitting in, right? Um, you know, in 1993, skateboarding wasn't really popular and we were sort of the outcasts. And I remember right. it was like me and right. another dude, Rudy, would go out and, at lunchtime at school and we'd play skate. And yeah. everyone would be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And then they try to like hit me extra hard at football practice because yeah. right. they saw me skating. It was like it's sort of given me the uh, a, a credo for life, I guess. to Just go out and be yourself because look what these guys did. Dude, they and did what it. They, they created, did it. And it's like, boom. and these
0: guys came from nothing.
2: Absolutely nothing.
0: Absolutely nothing yeah. like drug streets killing each other. Like they came from nothing. And yeah. and we're like, I don't know, like you are talking about skateboarding. I'm like, yes, that's what, exactly what I did. I was skateboarding and listening mm-hmm. to this stuff and like going,
1: this is the shit, man. Okay, I'm glad you brought that because that was a nice segue right back to what I was trying to say. So the RZA produced it, right? And the at the time the <clears throat> and at the time, because it was at the very beginning and he had a whole lot of nothing right the grittiness and the very raw, l- uh, raw almost low rent style With of no how he had it right that created its own little unique niche that just expounded beyond belief expounded. right yeah. expounded you like that all yeah. right I'm glad you did your homework you know this. um it, and it gave lend to what they call um the hardcore hip-hop yeah. During the nineties, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. That's that's what birthed that kind of a deal, you know. And that was actually at the beginning of what they call the East Coast Renaissance. Yeah, right. Yeah, which then, which we mentioned earlier, gave birth and the rights and not the rights, but allowed people like Nas, Notorious, yeah. Mob Deep, yeah. Jay Z to actually come to influence and come to their rise, right? right. If it wasn't for these guys and the their power influence, all time one of the most influential and I albums. say the most ah you're just drunk anyway
2: <laughs> did you did y'all ever watch uh this is a stupid question but did y'all ever watch MTV oh yes and then MTV news I'm yeah. Kurt uh, Loader uh, uh, Kurt Loader you know Kurt Loader's like <laughs> <laughs> almost 80 almost yeah, 80 I, I saw that I almost like cried. I'm like bro look I'm like that's a good sign because he was definitely like fifty when he was talking to us when we were teenagers. Yeah,
0: telling right? us what to listen to.
2: So do you? I remember the MTV news segment when they interviewed the RZA talking about hardcore hip hop, and they were talking, and the, the there was no Wu Tang record out because I remember I went to my mom, uh, I went to the mall with my mom, like the, the hour later, and we went to Sam Goody, oh, and yeah. Sam Goody had a Grave Diggers record. But the Wu Tang record wasn't out yet, right? Mm. And Grave Diggers is a, I thought about that for a second, but I was like, "Nah, that's a little too rough." Hey, there's nothing really too rough with this up, one, man. So you need to go find the original yeah. Grave Grave Diggers record because that's the. I, I don't. I'm actually not sure who else is on on that record, but the Rizzards on there. But and then you follow up like two or three years later to the the infamous MTV news interview with ODB <laughs> where, he that where he admits that he's still getting food stamps. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, ODB, I mean, fun fact about ODB. Did y'all know that, um, where is it that he wasn't originally on ghetto superstar. Yeah. Everybody knows the song. Ghetto superstar. Right. He wasn't originally on that song, right? Yeah. He actually stepped into the, uh, to the recording studio while it was playing. And, uh, he's like, wait, 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 what y'all doing? Let me hear it. And they played it for him he's like well let me get down on this right and then laid down a verse a lyric kind hey, of a rhyme, just, yeah. A rhyme. yeah laid it down and then walked out and they're like Whoa. peace out oh we like it and they kept it because he's a baller
2: yeah, yeah. They, they've just resurfaced the uh scene uh of a song that he did with uh pharrell that mm. is insane
0: so do we know why odb passed uh, was uh the reason dr- they- drugs i believe I believe, uh, I believe it was overdose are okay. you sure
2: yeah, I think so. I thought it was cancer, but could have been could have been drugs.
0: Not.
1: How uh, many the drugs leaded
0: to cancer? I don't know.
1: Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but did you know that this guy is also known for saving two kids' lives? ODB. Did y'all know that? I didn't. Okay. Um. Let's see. Uh, he saw a kid that was hit by a car. Uh, he saved a kid that was hit by a car, and then had gone to visit her to make sure that she was okay in the hospital. Right, several times. And that is why he started saying Wu Tang is for the children, right? Because of that first one. Okay. Right. Then he saw another kid that was hurt and he literally rallied everyone around them to just stop looking at this crash and come help and flip this car over that was apparently starting to catch on fire and save that child's life too. Oh, hmm. that's yeah, crazy. So I had no idea. And Old Dirty that's Bastard like ODB? ODB, right? And Old Dirty Bastard got his name because he has no father to his right. rhythm right no it's not father. because he's a I ain't got pastor. no father to my style I ain't got yeah no it's father exactly to right. my exactly yeah <laughs> so but
0: yeah, that I wasn't did. his original name there's there was uh, rizza and then there was russell GZA. jones right yeah, yeah and russell they were like jones. like i can't remember the names that they actually called until, until the beginning but they had Big different Baby names
2: jesus is another one of yes old Dirty oh, yeah. and you, yeah, you know the aliases, so the aliases are, are some of the best parts they're, but they're brilliant yeah rizza is
0: actually a name of one of the um guys in the movie of shaolin oh i didn't know that that's where rizza no. got his name from yeah. okay
1: shortened yeah. it to rza but still calls it rizza right? yeah now, now, um, the main character now you were talking about mathematics yeah a while back right yeah. which i wanted to jump in and say first off is the universal language yeah no matter what right i am a big sci-fi nerd right and i am 100 percent like well why don't you tell every, what every...
0: your daughter's middle name is
1: my daughter's middle name is kestra which means uh, uh the beautiful star pretty cool. much right from what hmm? from what oh it's from star Trek. <laughs> oh, yeah 100 uh william Riker, william Riker, uh the next generation yeah, yeah, yeah. right his his firstborn oh, is right? kestra yeah yeah 100 yeah i thought you were uh, gonna say pie no 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 yeah no, i'm i'm not about
2: Three,
1: some, 3.14 3.14, <laughs> 3.14. Yeah, not about some uh middle eastern dude that gets talking about which was a great movie but anyway jeez Go ahead. I was on a point here. Oh, okay, go, go ahead. ahead. So anyway, mathematics. Did y'all know Jizza gave lectures at MIT and yeah. Harvard did not know that. on quantum physics? Quantum whoa, physics, whoa, yeah. whoa. What? Really? Dude, quantum gotta, physics.
2: Not, it's not, I mean, not in 36 chambers, but you've got to listen to some of his solo albums later where he basically goes through the entire animal kingdom no in a flow. It's, oh, he awesome. is, He's. he is, he's my favorite. Like when I was getting my tap, my, tattoo i was like do i get the g or do i i was thinking about getting the the upside down w which is method man's sort of, sort of but i was like you know it's all it's all encompassing here i i
0: think we should all go get together tonight (laughs) let's go (laughs) where where the hell am i
1: going to get it
2: you'll find a space look
1: we're here there's an empty
2: spot right here this this leg's got your your knee (laughs)
1: uh you mentioned chess you know Jizza and Riza, they're both master class chess players. Yeah, yeah. that's well, that's actually and, and played against a grandmaster.
2: Yeah, that's actually the Jiz's tour right now. They he when they send out the uh the request the invite for to go buy tickets, they actually give you three levels. It's like enter your name into the chance to play chess against the Riza. Enter your name to be for a chance to be there for the chess game and then just regular wasn't
0: there a song on the album called
2: chess box yeah yeah there is indeed
0: i mean it's fucking fantastic everything is chess related ninja kung fu it's all it's it's brilliant it's really great it's lyrical sword play
1: exactly yeah that's exactly right uh now fun fact too also is that um all members all original members make an appearance on all of the tracks on this album yeah right um with with method and um Oh, God, I wrote it down. Method and... Uh, Which song? Well, no, no, I'm just saying Method and... Uh...
0: So some people think that Redman is part of the...
2: A lot of people do think that Redman is not part true. of the... Uh, just because they... They're homies. Yeah, it's know, not only are they homies, you know, but they, they do didn't movies even, really they well. They didn't know each other. Yeah. They didn't know each other for quite some time. Um, I think it was... I rem- I rem- oh, shit. Because it blew my mind that they didn't know each other until I think... Pretty close to how high the the oh, film yeah. that they were in, yeah. and um, the woman that was uh, Redman's manager actually made that that meeting happen. But yeah, yeah, it's funny. I was
0: actually on a work with this past week, and I was like, "We're gonna, mean, my podcast, we're gonna do a podcast about uh, Wu Tang Clan and talking about all the guys." And they're like, "Oh, you talk about Redman too?" I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Redman whoa. wasn't even part of Wu Tang. What are you talking? We're not about.
2: talking about how high here." Okay. <laughs> Speaking of MTV, the MTV Cribs mm-hmm. with Red Man was is still goes down as the best episode.
1: I need to watch it. I don't think it was. Because he never left,
2: it. he never left his neighborhood. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what I was trying to say is that um, all nine members of the original, they put their voices on all of the tracks, right? With Mastikilla only being on one, right? Which is uh the mystery of chess boxing, right? He's the only one that has one track. Mm-hmm. Like he lends his voice to one track. Everybody else appears at least twice with Method Man and Raekwon. Being the most prolific, being on eight different tracks, right? And I just thought that was pretty cool, right? Yeah. Eight original members, nine. They're on. They're on everybody, right? Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, nine. nine original members on all of them.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the, the story of Cream is Method Man yeah. coming in with a hook, and then they figured out how to make a song or, around that. Uh, it makes
1: sense on the
0: lead in too. Your fa- your your favorite uh, Wu Tang Clan member? Yeah. I hope- right now.
2: Oh, it, I mean the Jizza.
0: Okay. Favorite Wu Tang member? Yeah, RZA. Mine's Method Man. Yeah. So RZA, RZA, Method Man. I Cort, did you say, say Rizza or Jizza? Jizza.
2: He said he he's like I'm gonna talk
1: about. He said Jizza.
2: I go back. Oh, I go RZA. back and forth. Oh. And every, like when I see them now, like Capadonna. Oh yeah. It, like, yeah. His flow is. Oh, he's genius. Genius. It's retarded. Fucking intense yeah. and yeah. insane. And he's it's just awesome. Yeah. I'm hoping to go see him at the end of October. We should, see, go, we
1: should all go together. Okay, this is great. this is a sidetrack. Come to California. Right. Sidebar sidetrack. Yeah, I'm waiting for somebody to pick um an Eminem album
2: because oh, yeah.
1: because good god, that dude on, like, can Oh, That dude, that dude's a damn genius yeah. and is he's up there. Weird. Like he's up there with being. One I was at a
2: bartender's weekend this weekend in Palm Springs and we were we were playing golf uh with some with some folks and we had I think we had the Grateful Dead on and we we're like let's let's class it up a bit so I just put 90s hip-hop on and one yeah. of Eminem's original tracks came out and we were all like god this was just mind-blowing it's yeah amazing. it came out he did not give a fuck, and his flow was just
1: done ridiculous. it was amazing
0: yeah it's yeah. ridiculous the yeah it was it was fucking ball yeah,
1: i'm waiting for somebody to pick an eminem album that way we can pick it apart and have a good time with that one you know but yeah we can do that um okay so traditionally we talk about what our favorite b-side is okay. right what track on the b-side kind is of your, video, you know and is, that's that's kind of yeah, a, i was wondering you know, how the b-side was gonna and that's why it's because we, we we like to pick you know what our favorite one on the b-side is so what's yours if you have one, it, it might be an A-side, but we're asking what's, what's your yeah, favorite. Yeah, you don't know, have to pick a B-side. Is there a B-side There really it? isn't a yeah. B-side. You can flip it over. Because yeah. I, well, yeah. So
2: just, I have this record on vinyl, but I have it still in wrapped because I'm like, I, gotta, I also have an original CD. Yeah, it's CD probably original. Oh, original it,
1: yeah. CD. Oh, hang on Hold it, on a second. <laughs> yeah, hang on to it. Don't, don't open it.
2: Uh, you just flip the, the cover? Actually,
1: the question is, what's your favorite track? We tend to lend, we tend to go towards the B-side, but. Whatever your favorite track is,
2: dude. I that's what I was saying earlier. It's like I am such so, I'm so bad at what are track names and track listings because I'm such an album guy. Yeah. I'm such an originalist when it comes to like an album is is one thing itself. But
3: I get know, it. That's, that's... I, I
2: would say that I would say that the one that I that I quote the most probably is "Clan in the Front." No shit. Let yeah. your feet stomp. All
1: right, I like it. Okay, um, like which is an a,
2: which is an A side, but you know, no, that's, that's okay, good. that's
1: fine, that's, that's fine. Let me
2: but s- "Cream" is a B side. so oh, "Cream" that's is fucking problem- good. Right?
0: Well, hold on, let me let me look at the album. Right yeah,
1: there. no, go for it, because I like "Cream" a lot. It's fucking I fantastic. Mean, Cash rules everything around me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Money.
2: <laughs> dollar, dollar, bill, y'all. What well, the, um, the the line that I meant to bring out when you said we were all seventy nine is is ODB he goes, let's take it back to seventy ah, nine. Yeah, it goes into. Atomically, yep. Socrates' philosophies and hypotheses can't define why I be dropping these look at that. mockeries, ballard, ballard. performed around robberies. But that's from Wu Tang Forever, for yeah. sure.
0: I do think that my favorite is the mystery of the the chess of boxing. chess boxing.
1: You know? Yeah, that's one of my favorite ones. I found okay. So going into this, I really, I really only knew Cream, right? Yeah. Like from judging from memory, I'm like, oh god, look and looking at the list without having heard it. Like, oh God, that's really the only one I knew. But I did know Method Man. I did know Clan in the Front. Yeah. I did know Bring to Ruckus, right? Like I not having heard it, once I heard it again, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, no, I know the song. I know the song. I know the song. Um, but my pick is an uh, A-side, it's Protect Your Neck. Okay, yeah. right, that yeah, yeah, one also, Protect Your Neck. that one resonated yeah. a little too much to where I kept listening into it over and over. Uh, and I was just like, Holy crap, do this y'all is remember
0: fantastic. this is random. Do y'all remember the movie? um garden state yeah. Yes. where method man is like the bellboy yes. at some yeah. hotel and they go and they yo yo just saw some tennis. in the middle of the hallways and they watch some guy like fuck a fucking prostitute Yes, <laughs> he's like y'all yo, just saw some tennis yes
2: i wonder if that was his first that's uh, so great i wonder if that was his first theatrical uh, it might have been like actual appearance was, yeah then he was in uh the wire oh yeah, and yeah. i think and i think, think exactly nine wasn't Garden State 90s or was it early? 2000?
1: It was 90s. It was like 98. Are you sure? Are you no, sure? no, sure? I'm not sure. So Google. I just did a quick Google, Google search it.
2: where I no, was talking sure. and probably one that I do quote more is Mystery of Chess Boxing because yeah. that line rolled like cocaine straight from Bolivia. My yep. hip hop will rock and shock the nation Look at this like guy. the Emancipation Proclamation. Mason. Yeah. We can seize. I love it. So I fucking love I'm it. so bad. Like I have to Google movies from quotes and quotes from songs and albums and shit all that's the cool, time bro it's cool it's, it's i have buddies that could just drop quotes from movies regularly and they're like oh yeah that's from like the th- the third minute of the fifth hour oh, yeah. of you know
1: oh i, can't I don't do know if i can do quickly, that i'm pretty good with movie quotes movie, yeah. but
2: not that quick not like that no, no, not, I, mean, no I can definitely not to that I mean, it, you know i can tell you like what we did on your fifth birthday <laughs> but I can't tell you any. I can't tell you anything. You know what I did on my fifth well, birthday. I mean, not, not yours because I wasn't there. But what did you do on <laughs> your fifth birthday?
1: Fuck if I know, dude. I don't know. I, dude, I'm 44. Hell if I know what I did. I was at for Showbiz Pizza. That was 43 in Augusta, years Georgia. ago. If I was at Showbiz Pizza, that would explain the uh, two Daddy's. to three year gap in my memory. Gaddy's <laughs> probably traumatized. 2004.
2: Traumatized by the band. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 2004 is when Garden State came out. Mm.
2: 2004, really. Jesus
1: Christ. Really? So says IMDB.
2: Oh, so that wasn't Method first theatrical appearance. You can't be. The Wire was way before that. Yeah. Yes.
1: All right. Anyhow, um, go. What were you going to say? The what? Mm. The Wire. The Wire. Uh, so definitely not the first appearance. Right. Yeah. But I'm not so sure if I could tell you what his first, I mean, because when did How High come out? How high,
2: I, so right, high I mean, that was like 2001. Okay. So we're yeah, still so talking I'm before that, that, you yeah, know, I'm um, so and I'm that was, look. that was method and red. Can we, can I we... have a computer in my pocket, so I'm going to look. <gasps> the oh, just like, we also... just like all those
1: teachers said we would never have, you're never going right. to have a calculator yeah. in your pocket. What a bunch of bitches. Yeah. No, we have the collective knowledge of all the world in our fucking pocket. That's what we have. Mm-hmm.
0: So the Wu Tang, how many albums did they come out with? And are they done? Like, are we done? I with seriously
1: Wu-Tang. doubt they're done. I don't know. I can't and imagine
0: that they're done but what was the last time we had one
2: uh it had to be like early 2000s right no there was was a couple years ago um i guess i didn't know this
1: yeah this is something we were unprepared for but only because i just i just thought of it i
0: don't know why i didn't think of it before i'm not too sure method man has quite a filmography oh method Man is a shit shit. (laughs) that's why he's my favorite he's my favorite one
1: (laughs) method man's pretty funny
2: He's, I, I just, oh, love... fuck. he was in Oz. I didn't, re- I didn't, realize yeah, that. fucking Oz. What a he, great he, had, series.
1: yeah, yeah, he, he had a few episodes in Oz, dude. Method Man is a shit, Method
0: yeah. Man and Red Man. When they get together, there's nothing better.
2: They, they have a lot of fun,
1: yeah. I don't know that I could tell you if they were done because I seriously doubt it, only because. You were talking about that one-off album that yep. nobody's ever heard except for that one douchebag that did all the. Caleb,
0: okay, pour me some of that. Um, that uh,
2: so the corn, the mellow corn. It yeah. looks like his first theatrical because his IMDb goes back to his his videos. Okay. Uh, it's big on fire. So. It's big on oh no that's a, it's big on fire. It's big. It's big on Fire Island. Which I imagine is a documentary of a party on Long Island, on Fire Island, off Long Island. Like FYRE? Yeah. Like, the great, what a debacle that was. The great white, we'll go with the great white hype until somebody corrects us.
1: He was in the great white hype?
2: Yeah. No shit. Yeah. He was Method Man Man in the great white hype. He's Method Man in everything. Of course he was. Well, let's, okay, so that's a good point. When was the first one when he wasn't Method Man? I think that might have been Garden State. Nah no, 187. 187 in nineteen ninety
0: seven. He was Dennis Broadway. What does that mean? Is that like a thriller? Well, that's yeah, police code like, for murder, look, well, death. I know or what kill. it. I know yeah. what it means. Looks like it
2: could have been on Showtime. Mm. But what was that is mo- sure.
0: Is that John Goodman and Denzel Washington?
2: What? No, it's one eight seven. No, no. <laughs> Samuel Jackson. Okay, so yeah, Samuel Jackson. John Hurd which you may okay. not recognize. No, I know, know John Heard. Kelly what? Rowan. Yeah and uh a bunch of actors that you definitely would recognize but yeah
0: he's seven yeah. on the motherfucking cop do you remember who would sing that line snoop no 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 that was brandon Noble. no no <laughs> i'm fucking sublime wasn't it yes oh that's right eight seven yes. on the motherfucking that's cop. Right. yeah court how you feeling over there good Are
1: you <laughs> she hasn't been sampling nearly as much as you have
0: Come over here and drink some whiskey. (laughs) Come drink. (laughs) I mean, I kind of want to drink some of the wine over here. I don't. No, I do. I love wine. I know you do. I need red wine in my body all the time. Fun fact:
1: red red wine. That's actually not UB40. Not UB40. Red wine.
0: Yeah.
1: No, that's Neil Diamond.
0: Yeah, Neil Diamond song.
2: He was the first one. Yeah, bro. He
1: wrote it and we sang talked, it and then UB40 took it over. We talked about this in our last podcast. Uh, one of them. One of the last. Yeah. Uh, wow. That mind
0: blowing, right? Uh-huh. Wow. Uh. So sometimes sometimes we get off track and we do podcasts about sometimes. Like one hit wonders. Uh what else? Like um, samples. Samples and uh, cover songs and like mm. rock star like movie stars that have bands yeah that's a, one yeah. of our other ones Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp uh who else uh Russell Crowe Rus- no, no 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 um he, he, Russell Crowe definitely has a band does he yeah.
1: definitely has yeah. a band
0: yeah. 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 and then the what's the dude um on speed that's Keanu Reeves Keanu Reeves has a
2: band called oh, dog band. star yeah dog star I went and saw Bacon Al- Brothers. I went and saw All- the, the Bacon Brothers. Brothers? Yeah, that's and the right. The Almond Brothers for my 30th birthday. And Jesus, Bruce Springsteen out, came out and played on the harmonica. Shut up. Yeah. No, sh- Tom it's- Petty came out on the keys. Shut an- the fuck it up. was insane at the Greek theater. I am
1: very jealous of that insane. moment right now. And
2: I have a, remember those, the first like USB, USB cameras that came out? They yeah. were like zip cams. Or yeah. Something? Right. I have one of those somewhere in a box.
1: That video i'm sure it doesn't exist anymore man but. i i've been privy to quite a few shows in my time and I, i'm very thankful to the people that have afforded me those like just going to random concerts random shows random things and i've got to see quite a quite a few things have you, know? you been to
2: a wu-tang show i have no. not
1: been to a Wu Tang
2: show. yeah many. whoa 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 so my first one you mean so my first one was the infamous wu-tang rage against the machine tour and I was, wow. I was front row at Meriwether post pavilion for Wu Tang and it was insane madness, chaos. Right. And then rage comes out and I barely lasted two songs. I mean, I was like 150 pounds soaking wet then. And it was so much louder, so much more intense. But if you go back and watch the show on Hulu, like Wu Tang was basically falling apart right. Right, on that tour right and um it wasn't too it wasn't too soon after that i don't i think when ghostface got up on a hot at a hot 97 show and
3: it was like fuck we don't, we don't care, Ghost and taste. they were like
2: Ta-da. That was basically what, I mean, that was basically what happened. Why they, they yeah. basically had to rebuild their image and then come out with Wu-Tang forever. And yeah. and then what they did, because they were, I mean, they were the hottest thing there and they were like, they just, they, they were like kid Icarus, right? They were too close. They went a little too close. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't, they didn't realize exactly what was going on and it's like, they were trying to build a business and there were a couple of them that were trying that, you know, they, they just didn't know. I mean, to your point earlier, like they didn't, they didn't, they came from nothing and they didn't have the people behind them that really right. were the ones that could get everyone to buy in. And, uh, and, but yeah, but that show is insane. I've seen him in San Francisco a couple of times. Um, the last time I saw him in San Francisco is out of this world at the, at the war, the war Warfield. Warfield. I was going to say Warwick, but that's the war field. Okay. And they actually renamed it the woo field oh, that oh. night. Nice, uh, like and it. I'm hoping I'm going to get to see him the end of October. Uh, they're doing the second round of the uh, the New York State of Mind tour with Nas and uh, De La Soul. Nice,
1: very nice, very nice. So you've seen them multiple times.
2: Mo- I've, I think I've seen them six times. That's Jeez. badass, dude. Yeah. I mean, and they haven't been a full; they've only been a full ensemble. I think for two of those, yeah, I've seen them. It's still badass. Yeah,
0: I was uh, kind of wondering, like, when they go on tour, how many of the original members actually are there.
2: Yeah. And I, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of the the thing about everything in my life is I get too emotional about things and, and I don't, and I get too hurt when things go the wrong way. So I just end up not doing the research that I need to do or whatever. I mean, it goes with my, the college football team that I follow, my NFL team that I follow, my NHL team that I follow and, and Wu-Tang, right? I just don't pay attention. Then I show up and then whoever shows up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I yeah. get my heart broken. That's fair work, enough, right? you know. Now, right. now I'm yeah. curious.
0: What is your NFL? Uh,
2: I grew up outside of Washington D.C. Okay, so commanders? I don't know how to refer to them. the Washington football team. Wa- I don't use that. Yeah, the term. Okay, okay. So commanders? college
1: football. So yeah. he's a Redskins fan.
2: Georgia.
0: Okay. Uh, National Hockey League. Capitals. Okay, cool. Yeah. Basketball. Wizards. Uh, now I, I go for the Wizards. Bullets. So I'm back in the, back refer of the them day. As the bullets. Yeah. Why did huh. they change the name? Because bullets like gangster. Because well, at the time, D.C. It's a bullet. DC was,
2: the, was the murder capital, murder capital of, of the world. Yeah. Of the world. Yeah. So it wasn't really. <laughs> no. like, we got to change our name. But funny, they actually were the Baltimore Bullets first, which is. Even worse. Yeah. We, yeah. They, we sort of went back and forth. I think Baltimore <laughs> has really embraced that. Uh, but, hey, yeah. shout out to Baltimore. It's a great city.
0: No, it is a great city. I love Baltimore. You know who my favorite baseball player of all time is? Cal Ripken. Cal Ripken yeah. Jr. Is it really? Yeah, yeah man fucking love that guy. So That's your cor-
1: favorite baseball player of all time is oh, Cal Ripken. Yes, Dinger. because fuck everybody else.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. The guy fucking like played every game he ever fucking was okay. supposed to be in. Okay. But what was it like? He's the Iron Man. Do okay. Remember,
2: do you remember where you were when he broke the record? When he broke Lou Gehrig's record? Of course he doesn't. <sighs> I
1: was probably
0: in high school.
2: But somewhere. see what I'm saying. I remember dates and things like that. So I was standing in my parents kitchen. What date? I don't remember the date. <laughs> I don't remember the year. I think it was 93. Ninety three. I was exactly in high. school. I was. I was like right before the high school. I think it was September of '93. So yeah,
0: and gosh. he was probably like getting home from fucking. Kevin, it was right before Kevin Costner's wife. It was
2: right before Enter the Wu Tang came out. Yeah, wait, Cal Ripken and Kevin Costner's
0: wife. Yeah, so there's a there's a theory that Cal Ripken was fucking Kevin Costner's wife, <laughs> and the reason why like one night at a game, he was late and the game didn't start till Cal Ripken showed up because he was banging Kevin Costner's
1: wife. And is that why Kevin Costner all up in baseball movies? Uh,
0: exactly. I don't know. That's lame. That's weird,
1: dude. That's the worst conspiracy theory I've <laughs> ever heard. That's the worst.
2: I think we should Google it and see if there's some uh, legs. There's oh, some God. legs. There were, def- there's some there legs were definitely to it. some legs. Because <laughs> Cal Ripken's <laughs> tall and I mean, Cal
0: Ripken's is a shit. Google. I'm, I'm going to ask Ripken, Jeeves about that. Fuck Ripken Google. I'm going to ask Jeeves.
2: You got Ripken fucking Billy That's Ripken. Cal Rip- yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, this yeah. Is- What was
2: your... All right. So Enter the Wu-Tang came out in November 93. What was your favorite search engine in November of 93? Yahoo. <laughs>
1: web it crawler bro web crawler
2: prodigy baby prodigy i don't know that. Oh. that that's
0: weird for me i don't even know what that means
2: dude i'll never forget we got so in trouble prodigy. For my yeah I know. parents we spent like 30 minutes on prodigy and they were like we got a two thousand dollar bill for our phone bill or whatever the fuck it was right then <laughs> Yeah, and that was like, so, so I went to, I, I said, Cause that our, was like
1: premium oh, yeah. phone line oh, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And he was
2: going entirely over yeah. the phone line. I yeah, yeah. didn't know how to do it. Um, I went to, uh, I went to high school in New York. I said earlier, starting in 95 uh, and we had no internet and I dominated the school's internet budget by trying to find Wu-Tang videos nice. on our computer. That's what I'm talking about. I remember <laughs> trying. I remember I have a frame picture in my mind of them rolling in the MPV and Raekwon section of, of that track it's,
1: that's badass it's
2: so good that's so much
1: fun I love it
0: well let me tell you Jack thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us Courtney I can't give you enough props for putting this together like you are I love love you so much.
1: Courtney's just been sitting back, fucking, just appreciating. She's like, dude, this is so much fun watching you guys be idiots. But she's
2: doing over there playing Candy Crush. (laughs) She is the reason. She
0: is the reason that this all came about, and I want to thank Courtney. She's one of my favorite people of all time. Jack, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us. Caleb, always a pleasure to hang out with you again. I love your face. Um, (laughs) I love your face. It is beautiful. Um, Jack, thank you again.
2: Cheers, yeah, guys. It's Man. A, it's, absolute pleasure. I'm, I'm down to come it. talk whiskey and Wu-Tang anytime you want. <laughs>
0: whiskey and Wu-Tang. Love it. I mean, Shit, next... I'll,
2: I'll, I'll broaden it. I'm down to come talk whiskey. I'm down to come talk spirits and music. Dude.
1: There yeah. is. Let's go do it. Like, there, there Next it time. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah. next time it might be like gin and Eminem. Well,
2: yeah. next time it might be in the glacier. Be... Who's that? We should oh, do it on the glacier. We should do it on a glacier.
1: Um, yeah. But anyway, until then-
2: well, you guys then, come to L.A. We'll do this in L.A. We'll do it in and-
0: Fuck yeah, let's oh. do it! Yeah. Let's do Don't it. get me
1: started as on West Coast, man. I did dude, dude we've, raised, only, we've only raised been on the thirty third,
2: right? And all I was—have you all done an episode on DJ Screw yet? Not yet. No, but we've Not
1: only, yet we we've only done DJ Screw, UGK, Coast. dude. There's still some stuff to be uh, talked I'll about. Talk about there's a lot of stuff to be talked really, about. One of man. my first Columbia House picks was UGK oh so you owe columbia house too <laughs> yeah. Dude, well, I think all we of all us do. are in debt for you oh. for a columbia house for oh, a lot yeah. of american yeah, dollars for, i
2: was saying to, i was saying to courtney because courtney drives a cadillac uh, which is baller yeah. my first she, car was a cadillac, cadillac. she picked cadillac me and, up and the base was pumping i was like well i'm in houston i had today. a cadillac
0: <laughs> cts what do you have uh xt4 oh, so is, it, is that an suv yeah XT4. yeah
2: my, my mom had a 1988 Sedan DeVille. <laughs> That's right. She did. And that Baller. shit had bass. Yes. And I actually got Cause it. Cause so it was like six by nines everywhere. I got it. So the brakes were like hydraulics. Nice. So I could pull up to a stop sign and just bounce.
1: <laughs> this is for the bourbons and the Cadillacs.
2: That's right. Yep. Come yes, on. There now. it is. So Come on I, now. Except I was mostly going to Baskin Robbins. Shout out to 31 flavors. <laughs> 31 flavors. <laughs> Somebody's somebody saw ferris there last
0: night oh my god cheers guys what a great episode no, someone, someone saw it. ferris pass out being there. here 31 flavors Courtney, last thank night. you for putting this together i guess it's pretty serious i love y'all until next time thanks for listening to today's episode if you enjoyed the show dm us on instagram at bourbons and b-sides and go check
1: out our website that's www.bourbonsandb-sides.com until next time and as always sip and spin responsibly really sip and spin